Welcome to another edition of Bottom of the Bill, ladies and gentlemen. We got our boy Matt Laffam on today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being yeah, here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Um, before we get started, we just want to let everybody know, send all your suggestions, unpopular opinions, or any questions you might have to bottomofthebill at gmail.com. Uh, some shows to promote coming up. Uh, Side Hustle is doing the 22nd year anniversary at Jack Rabbits with Alchematic and Mr. Cool. You can get your tickets at our website, SideHustleTheBand.com. Side Hustle is a great band name. I'm just saying Alchematic. How do you want people Mr. to buy cool? the vision if you can't even like sell the vision yourself? I don't like the vision. All right. Well, fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> tickets are available on the website at SideHustleTheBand.com. Did you say 22 years? Yeah. So wait. It's 22 years. You guys have been around for 22 years. No, no. Yeah, Jack yeah. Rabbits has been around for 22 uh, years. Okay. We look pretty good for fifth. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, and then Hangout Express has uh, Friday, J- January 29th at A1A Ale Works at 7 p.m. in St. Augustine. And Saturday too. And Saturday, uh, J- uh, January 30th at A1A Ale Works. But I have no solo shows this week, so okay. that's fun. Anyways, how you been, Matt? I've been doing pretty well. I've been. Um, Inhaling a lot of uh, oxygen and expelling carbon dioxide. <laughs> so I like I, basically what I do is I'll inhale the oxygen. I'm like I inhale it, and then I'll expel the carbon dioxide. And I just I keep doing that over and over again. So I'm getting pretty good at that. Wow, <laughs> well, how's your nitrogen intake coming? It's coming pretty good. Okay. And then and then I've been working on my granular breathing, um, really since I was a kid. But like so the whole trick is you got to go, uh, uh, but you got to get as much space between your clicks as possible. So like. Uh, so you've you've been <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you've been breathing all right then, I guess. I've been breathing pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was a great great, so great I've been, question. I've been doing that and and then um and and you know, um I've been I've been very lucky and been able to play a lot of music with like a lot of great musicians like this whole time. Um, as all this madness has been going on because I know a lot of people haven't even had gigs and a lot of places, you know, there's hardly been anywhere to play. But Have you played outside of Florida during um, all this stuff? I think so, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, have I? Yeah, I was about to say, it's just Florida. Oh, yes, no. Me and Roosevelt Collier and Anthony Cole and Tommy Shugart went up to um, Cape Bay, New Jersey. Wow, you went all the way up there and they were ha- having shows? When was that? That was like a few months ago. And we played in a cornfield and there was like five people, but we killed it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Like we were, it was just like, it was funny. And then there was like some people just sitting there like looking at their phones and stuff. And then they had fireworks, but it was, we had a great time. And uh, How'd you get that gig? I don't know. Cornfield gig. Uh, people just call me. Well, R- Rosie uh, has played the Cape May Jazz Festival, and it's or and the, uh, this might have been the blues. Fe- it was either it was one of the two. They have a couple up there, um, but he's just been playing it for a few years. So um, I, you know, I guess they just called him, and then his management team called my management team. We coordinated with my publicists and uh, my <laughs> lawyers, and. Uh, you know, faxed over the, the proper forms. <laughs> yeah. A lot cool. of people may say things about Matt, but I will say for sure, one thing he is is thorough. Yes, yeah. very <laughs> thorough. Very thorough. Yes. Um, all right, well, um, I want to kind of go back a little bit and just go like way back to the beginning. Yes. Uh, when did you start playing? What, what, what got you into playing bass specifically? Well, um, in like 1985... <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend Brian Spar, 
who I went to Emmanuel Episcopal Church with, mm. and we had a little like uh, band um, that we called the Obtuse Mannequins, and we had it was us, me and him, and it was a drum machine, a Boss Doctor rhythm, and he had two guitars, so I would just like play bass lines on the you know like power chord stuff or single note things um, on on you know the bottom four strings of the guitar. And um, I had always wanted to play music. Uh, I wanted to get a drum set, and my parents were like, hell no, you know, and because uh, they had heard me banging on pots and pans in the kitchen. Apparently, they, you know, it didn't sound very soothing to their ears. So, um, and you know, I ended up, <coughs> you know, uh, playing the guitar with my friend, just messing around, and he said, you should play the bass because if you can play bass good, you can always work because there's a million guitar players and there's not a lot of bass players, you know? And I said, that sounds like a good idea. And then I book, uh, I, I, um, I bagged groceries for like a whole summer at the Naval Base Commissary when I was 15 and I saved up and I got this like court uh, headless, it was like a Steinberger copy, it oh, was a total courts. piece of junk. And, and then I played it through my stereo, it was like the worst bass sound ever. And <laughs> it was so, yeah, yeah like awesome. one of those like those sound design like plastic. It's supposed to look like 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 different components, but it's all like one thing, you know. Yeah. And I, I so um, you know, and 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 I really loved the police. You know, I started really like you know that's the kind of the first stuff I started learning was the police, and then and I think the first bass solo I ever learned was like. You know the who my generation oh yeah you know and and, and i mean uh, uh you know i just started playing bass all the time and um you know as soon as, as soon as i started doing that just, that's all i wanted to do so i just uh, i just uh, you know spent a lot of time um practicing and learning all of the wrong shit for many years and then spent many more years unlearning all the wrong shit that I had learned originally. And <laughs> by wrong shit, do you mean like technique and stuff? Well, just no, just, just like learning how like functional musical vocabulary. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm like, you know, like, let's just say I learned this, this was the eighties. It was, everything was like shred, like finger tapping, sweep arpeggios, Mike Varney spotlight, you know, Ingve Malmsteen, right. Billy Sheehan, you know, like Stu Ham, you know, so I learned how to like finger tap really fast and stuff. And then I'd be like, how come nobody's hiring me? Like, bleh, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, I'm finger tapping really faster in the verse, you know, while the singer's trying to sing. <laughs> I don't understand why they're not calling me back. <laughs> so, so, uh, but I mean, this was the '80s, and there was nothing going on. I didn't know any musicians other than, you know, I had a friend who was a really great guy, but you know, he was, he was into, you know, into like hair metal and stuff. He actually literally wore spandex to school. This is in the 80s. This is in Orlando? Yes. Okay. Boone High School. And, uh, you know, I didn't ha I didn't know anybody. And this this is pre-interwebs, you know? Pre yeah. Like, there was no, like, you had to order, like, you know, a VHS, you know, a VHS uh, tape on the, you know, over the mail and wait for it to come in the mail or just get it from a music store and, you know, um, you know, you just couldn't go and like watch people play online and see. You know, you had like it just the, the the it was a lot harder to get to 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 figure out you know what the good stuff was, and it, you had to really you know you had to really work at it. And so, um, I just kind of like kept you know playing, and and then eventually made it to you know you know to uh, 
you know, the music that, I mean, I still listen to pretty much everything that I liked growing up. I still love, you know, but uh, I don't know. I just started listening to whatever I was listening to and playing with more people and, and, you know, you know, playing uh, in little bands and this and that. And were were the were the bands like like early like creative projects? Were they cover bands? What kind of stuff were you doing? You yeah, first well, the very first band was was of course the obtuse mannequins. We had you know like little like punk tunes. We had oodles and oodles of pretty pink poodles was one of our songs, <laughs> nice. and uh, we opened up uh, for my um, my <coughs> Sunday school teacher, who's still one of my very good friends, named Dave Schweitzer who is also like, you know, has a bunch of like properties around Orlando and as like Anthony Cole, uh, you know, Anthony Cole's landlord and a bunch of my other friends, like he was like their landlord and uh, he still plays around Orlando and stuff. Uh, But we, we opened up for him at at my um, uh, church uh, in the like, whatever, like the little hall, the the activity hall in the church uh, when I was like 15. and then, you know, of course, the Boone High School yearbook signing party was, like, a really big deal. That's when I really started, you know, that's when my career really took off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, but there was just a lot of pressure, you know, so I decided to deliver pizzas for a while. And, uh, I think we've all been there, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, paparazzi starts falling around. It's like you just got to... <laughs> See the well, you know, once they find out that, you know, you know, you play Dungeons and Dragons, you know, and it's like everybody wants to, like, know, like... You know, like well, you know, how did you get your armor class so low? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, but yeah, and and then and then I had a band called Roadkill, and then we played we played all like the shred stuff. We played like, uh, uh, Malmsteen, Far Beyond the Sun, and now your ships are burned. And this, there's a band called Racer X, and it's like everything's like super fast, and. And and then um, you know <laughs> we played Joe Satriani, always with me, always with you. It's like finger tapping. Yeah. And then we played we played like uh, some another one of his. Then, we, then of course we had this like singer guy because you got to have your vocal tune. You know he came out. We did Still of the Night by White Snake, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> which is the immigrant song. Black Dog and In the Evening, all in one song. <laughs> yeah, that stuff had, but learning yeah. that stuff early on had to be great for your chops later on. Well, yeah, I mean, I learned how to like, like, because I didn't know, I, I didn't have like real drummers or any musicians to play with. And the only source I had was like Bass Player Magazine. Everything was like, right. so I was like, okay, I got to go. You know. Kind of works under the presumption that you already know the fundamentals. Yeah, than, or, yeah. Well, well, they're just... You know, there was no articles on Willie Weeks or James Jamerson. It was like Billy Sheehan and right. whoever else, you know. Right. And uh, so, you know, but then I heard Jocko. And then, and then I, you know, would read interviews with people. And then, uh, you know, and like, or, you know, got into Led Zeppelin. And then heard, you know, and heard, you know, read interviews with, with uh, John, Paul Jones. John Paul Jones talking about Charles Mingus. And, and so that's, that's how I got, got into a lot of music was by just like reading interviews with people and seeing what they listen to um and uh you know that's how i got into um you know justin bieber you know like yeah. <laughs> when he his like first album that he did when it was like you know it was like him and like you know james brown and hulk hogan john coltrane <laughs> like that stuff was so good <laughs> um but uh but i don't know i just like started playing and stuff and i went up i went up to college for, for a semester and i was 
kicked out of the same school as Billy Squire, Brevard College in North Carolina, and I came back down here, and then I just started playing around. And, uh, Why'd you get kicked out of college? Well, I just never went to class. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean... Were you in school for music, though? No. I, st- I thought I was going for music, um, and then I got there, and they were like, well, we don't have a bass teacher here, and I just started playing bass, and I wanted to be a bass player, you know? And they said you can be like you know learn how to play the flugelhorn or whatever. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like nah. So that so I was an art major and, and then, but they, it was like a really serious art school and like I had to do juries and stuff with all these professional artists. I'm like, here's my drawing of a tennis shoe or whatever. Like, <laughs> and it was like really embarrassing. But but the Blue Ridge Parkway, you know, it was like right there. Yeah, it's real so pretty. I never went to class, but I took the tests and I did good on the tests. So, and it's like if you get the material and you're paying to go to school, you shouldn't really have to. Go what to school class. was it in North Carolina? Brevard College in North Carolina. Oh, Brevard, I've it's been beautiful there. up there. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I when I did cross country camp, that's where we were, mm-hmm. and and it's real pretty up there. It's beautiful up there. Wouldn't They're, recommend cross country camp though. Yeah, no, we, it's a lot of running. Yeah, no, I don't. I I like to walk. Yeah. <laughs> I Actually, I like to drive. I would say yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a driving guy myself. Yeah. Walking drive school too. Ride, um, but uh, you know, and then. I was, I don't know, I came back to, or, or, you know, to Orlando and I started playing and, and, uh, you know, I got in this one band that actually the drummer still lives around here. His name's John Citroni. I don't know if you know oh, John yeah, Citroni. Yeah. And he Street. got me, he got me super into Frank Zappa and, and, um, you know, we did our little, a little tour, you know, up to New Jersey. And then I met some people up in New Jersey and then, and then all, all of a sudden I started playing with like some good drummers. I was like, Oh wait. That's like uh, oh I got a, the kick drum oh follow the kick drum and then cut it oh kick snare oh okay and I started like learning how to play the bass a so little you, bit so you didn't take lessons or do anything you kind of just like put yourself through the ringer I just tried yeah, I taught myself and I asked questions and 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 I like failed over and over again yeah <laughs> and uh, and you know, and I took a couple lessons I, I mean I, I there was a music store in Orlando called Music City back in the day and I took a couple lessons with this bass player who played with Lonnie Mack and a couple other guys. And, you know, but at the time I was just like a dummy and I was like, I was like, well, that's cool. But like, you know, I'm going to finger tap. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I actually, uh, <laughs> I was in music city one time, like waiting around for, to, to take a lesson. You know, I think I took like three lessons from this dude and, uh, and uh, I was finger tapping away over there in the corner. <laughs> and uh, this guy comes up to me and uh, he has, you know, a super long mullet, like, but like short in the front and like all the way down to his waist Oof. in the back, red hair. Jeez. And his, he was like, my name's Cole Sauer. And he's like, he's like, man, you want a gig? And I was like, hell yeah. And I thought <laughs> I was getting hired. You know, he's like, here, come, <laughs> come over here at this time. So I show up and it's like pressure washing a house. <laughs> yeah, you want a gig. So that's what finger tapping will get you. You'll yeah. be pressure washing houses. You know that's what I mean? hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, uh, and you know, then I was lucky enough to meet, like, um, you know, I, I, I went, well, I went out to this place in, in Winter Park called Dexter's, which is, yeah, it's still around, it's, right? Now it's Dexter's New Standard, which is a great venue that I play at all the time, and it's, and it's like awesome. And uh, my friend Nate owns it, and 
um, they have great music and they have House B3 and it's 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 rad and the food's good too yeah well, i really want to play there yeah, I mean, yes. when, when did it start opening up was it last uh, technically last year i know it's yeah, just he, new year it opened up right before like COVID, we right? just started kicking it and all of a sudden the road it was like but then we just kept lot we started live streaming and yeah now, now we're almost up to a million minutes I've, I've been i've been i've yeah, watched awesome, almost man. everything that comes out of there yeah. and i i want to play there so yeah, better at least gotta, go there you I, know can what get, I, mean? I can get you in man talk to me man let's do okay, it i know right. people um but, <laughs> but uh, all the stuff that you guys play is real hard i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i could it's up. it's real hard stuff so yeah but we play simple stuff too okay well we'll play whatever have, you want do you have like simple tuesdays i'll be there yeah, yeah we have simple, simple tuesdays yeah simple tuesdays <laughs> we'll do simple tuesday okay cool like most, I I mean really honestly everything that that we play is just one note you just move the, the note around. Oh okay. Yeah. Dope, 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 and dope. It's, yeah. And it's like you know Kinda one like note a, and one rhythm yeah, like but it just cha- it just changes moves around. around. Yeah, it's just like a typewriter <laughs> sort of. Day. And it's all the same volume except it gets louder and softer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh, but anyway, that is what we should be describing yeah, yeah, yeah. our music as, like yeah. from now on. When anybody <laughs> yeah. asks, so what do you guys play? I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's just like one note all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's, it changes. It simplifies. It it's like it's one note, but I mean, yeah, it goes up and down and moves around. Sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short. <laughs> but it's really just one note. This is so, <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> so so anyway, so like I I uh, got back to Orlando and I went and and I was hanging out and. And I uh, went to this place, and I saw this incredible, these three guys playing the craziest, like, 25-minute versions of, like, Stella by Starlight, like, crazy fast. Like, you know, the drummer sounded like Jack DeJanet and Peter Erskine and, and like, everything combined. And, and uh, it, was, it was amazing. And it was uh, this, this person named Anthony Cole, who is one of the greatest musicians in the world and 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 just you know we just started hanging out and he kind of you know he just showed me you know most of what i know now yeah, um then we've been playing together in one form or another and he plays a bunch of different instruments since like 1992 and he played with this legendary jazz uh musician and saxophonist and flautist and composer named sam rivers who is you know, just Google Sam Rivers. You know, he he he's uh, he, he played was with JJ Gray he, also. He was right? the real deal. Yeah, he he, he Sam was uh, you know he was playing with Herbie Hancock and Tony Williams before Miles. You know, he's got let's check out like Fuchsia Swing Song. Look, he's got a bunch of albums on Blue Note. He's played with everybody. I mean, it was amazing. And so I was lucky enough to you know become friends with him and, and through Anthony and and um, you know. And meet all these other amazing musicians that played w- with him, and go see him play, and w- would watch the big band rehearse all the time, and and. Um, so how'd you get plugged in with that crew? Like, cause you, cause you, you went to school first, you went away, and then came I was back just hanging out. I just I went. I just started hanging. I mean, I just went. I was just hanging out. I, I would always I always try to go where like the good music is, and I saw I heard some great music, and then I, I just started hanging out. I was like, these guys play amazing music. And I started hanging out with them, and then. You know what I mean? And was that, it like a jam night or was no, it, no, no, no. It was a, a guitarist named Michael Leisure and a bass player named Doug Matthews and uh, Anthony Cole, and they they, play, they would play like every Thursday night, I believe, and uh, it was just awesome. And I just remember going there all the time, and and then we all became you know all became friends and started hanging out all the time, and and um, and then you know I started doing gigs with AC and. And uh, we had a band called Cow that was around for a while, and we, you know, with a bunch of other bands and stuff. We have a band called Brown Note that still plays. That's awesome. He sings and plays drums, and 
he has tons of his own music that's you can get on Bandcamp and and uh, you know it's what amazing. What kind of music is it? Oh, that's the. <laughs> It's like the most super funk, amazing, you know, like it's just him. One note of it, one note at a time. One one sorry, time. And then, and then some of it is like out, like saxophone, <laughs> more you know, uh, free uh, saxophone oriented because he's he's plays all the instruments. Okay. And and then it's, it's just awesome. So go on Bandcamp and like buy all his stuff because it's like some of the best stuff. And uh, and then I've been lucky enough to like get to know you know all my bass player idols that i grew up listening to like you know victor wooten and o'teal is who's my hero and i've been watching him since the early 90s and um you know when, when i started playing with roosevelt collier who's incredible and he plays the pedal steel and he plays with everybody and uh you know basically through him um i just you know i've, I've been able to play with like all the people that i grew up listening yeah. to and you know what I mean? And a lot of that's just from like going to Wani. It's all from all the great stuff that's happened. In, you know, uh, all the best musical stuff that's happened in my life has gone uh, and just in like, whatever, any, anything in my life, all the best shit has, has come from just going to Wani and hanging out. I've been going there since like 2000, at yeah. least a couple times a year. Do you remember you know? when uh, Rosie was doing his, uh, uh, he would have like his own little festivals. At, as oh, yeah, I used to do those too. And is it true that he, he liked it so much that he moved there? He did, yes. Yeah, he, that's he, mo he moved there, but then, you know, his his mom um, was in, a, you know, was ill and was in a, a nursing home and, and they had to, and it, you know, they had to find another place because that you know that they they weren't doing a good job and so he had to you know move her to it's somewhere in the else. middle he, of nowhere then he, then, then he had to move back to be close to her he had to move back to orlando yeah. so but uh i had the funniest yeah. story about that like i just got done playing one of his uh disc jam festivals or something like that mm -hmm. and, and uh uh we, we decided to uh tail it out of there uh, at the end of the night instead of spend the night at, like two o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. we're like we're fucking starving and they didn't have any vendors there so we go to waffle house and rosie's just of course rosie's just chilling at the waffle house yeah, man. and we're just talking to him this, he's a great guy he's he's the best and he remembered me i couldn't yep. believe it because i because when he was doing his like super group thing uh, mm -hmm. a little while ago well not a little while ago i think like back in 2014 or mm -hmm. something like that he uh, uh he asked me to to sit in and mm -hmm. i was like okay, okay i'll do it rosie's the best but he, rem he remembered me and of I was course like, yeah. the fuck do you remember me man he's i played the, one show with yep. you <laughs> he he's the best he he um He's amazing, and you know, I was a fan of his. And I, I would just go see Lee Boys play at, at Wani all the time, and mm -hmm. and then we just started playing together. And I started subbing for a little Al, the Lee Boys bass player, and then I started playing with Rosie. And you know, we would do like little trios and stuff. And then me and Rosie and AC started playing together, and I mean, that's one of the my favorite things to do. You know, is playing that band because um, it just it's just incredible. So I, I do I do want to ask you about all, all all that stuff that's like that's like some of the that that's like super cool how that all comes together. But before we get to all that, yes. I, 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 you've been able to maintain a pretty solid, uh, um, just a consistent calendar being a side like 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 a, like a hired gun. How yes. have you been able to do that? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I you know you know it's like the more I try to like get gigs and hustle the less gigs I get. Oh man. But I if I that. but if I really just concentrate on on music like working on my shit 
and like listening to music that that I love and really dissecting it and learning it and shedding then like people just call me for shit. Like, yeah. So that's like that. It's just weird how that, that happens, that's, right? And that's always been like that. That's awful you, advice. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. so just shed, work on your though. shit. And then, no, and, not that far. Yeah. Just like, just like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just got lucky. I, guess. I did. I, I got lucky. I didn't, I, but you know, but you're I mean, also really good though. That no, helps. No, of course. Yeah. Yeah. When you're working the, on your craft. The, tr- the trick is Let's too, is, is if you're, you got, you know, if you're chill and you're like fun to hang out with, you know, and you, and you, and I drive and stuff too. Like I like to drive. So I'm yeah. always like driving and you know, I, whatever, like I'll just like, you know, I'll load other people's shit and you just try to do little extra things to make the, you know, whoever you're working for comfortable. And then, and then, you know, don't cause too many problems on the road. Well, what? we did that New Year's gig with you last year. <laughs> you were you were there before any of us were. Yeah. I don't know if you remember the gig. But we, we, yeah. yeah, but we, it was me, you, uh, Matt, and then Ooh. our first time playing oh, with Adam Volpe. At, at that shitty Tiki Hut that we played at. No, I love the Tiki Hut. Oh, sorry. And, it's a great place. Uh, Jason Pretty is a great guy. No, Jason uh, Pretty is awesome. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is that you know what, the, we, we the played... Tiki Hut that was completely filled with bikers. No, we didn't. No, this <laughs> is like an outside place. And remember the and then the drummer had that little kick drum, but then he had like amplified, and, and yeah. then, but then he had like he had like uh, this giant like a monitor. Yeah, and and. and and it was like, boop, 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 boop. oh yeah. I, my favorite guys, part about yeah. that night. But you were there before any of us were. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I was going with that. Is, yeah. that, is that I showed up and like I, all your shit was there, and I was actually kind of like it, I, was, I was surprised in a good way because I was like, for a seasoned musician, you like a lot of guys, a lot of guys take a lot of advantage of the fact that they've kind of been around, and they'll show up to the gig like you know half an hour before showtime and they're just like yeah i'll be good to go and like usually they are but it's just like just the fact that like we didn't really but know each other that well that's on the on the person that hasn't done the gigs with them before and stuff too like yeah that's you know important. i try to be early as, as if at all possible and i just try to make it easier easy for the people because i know what it's like to not have any gigs uh, i mean i've played in front of thirty thousand people and i've delivered pizzas for hungry howies the next year you know <laughs> so, for real so like like you know i don't take any of this shit for granted yeah and just the fact that you know if you can play music and you can make and you can get paid to play music and play good music and you know with 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 good musicians like that's such a such a blessing and like something that should never be taken for granted, you know. And I think yeah. I think I think a lot of people, you know, they think that like, you know, whatever. Once they get to a certain point, that like people owe them shit, and it's like. Yeah, like it's a dime a dozen. You're just gonna get ring uh, phone calls. All yeah, the time. it's yeah. like I, I, I'm just every I time I every time I get to play a gig, I I, I love it. You know, I I mean. Well, not every time. There's a couple, of <laughs> but but it's still at least I get good stories out of it. <laughs> but so, uh, I'm not gonna say anything about. It. There's a couple, but uh, you know. What measures do you take to prepare for like a new gig? If someone calls you that you've never played with before, and they send you a set list. Or if hopefully they send you a set list, what measures do you take to to kind of be as prepared as you can for that gig? Well, I make sure that I at least have an idea of what they're playing. At this point, I played so many gigs and so and so many different kinds of music and said that like most i know most tunes 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of tunes. That's what we thought when you play with us for yeah. the first time. I, it was just like incredible that you were just like, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what? Like, yeah. I, you don't need to learn this song? I was like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and then, and then, yeah. And you then, said that. And now yeah. I understand. Now I'm meaning you that you're like the funniest joking around person <laughs> yeah. ever. That you probably did listen yeah. to everything, but just the way you're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I don't know. Or maybe you did. Maybe you were just like. Uh, I, uh, no, but well, I knew. I know all about music. I, I knew fine. most. I knew most of the tunes. And then, you know. Like basically, as long as you play in time and and have a good pocket, even if you play like a fucked up note, like you're only a half step away from a note that's in key. So just like pretend like you mean it, and it's like fucking go the next note, and like fucking whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, like that. Now see, that is great advice. And, 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 and like, don't be like, oh, I played the wrong note, boring. Like just be like. Fuck it, bing, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, keep that shit in time. If, if if the feel is great, I mean, how many times do you hear like the old, you know, you hear like those great Studio One recordings from Jamaica and the, the, like the you know '60s and '70s where like the bass will be so fucking far out of tune, and it'll, but it doesn't matter because like the feel is amazing. Yeah, you know. That's so true, yeah. but I loved I love that show. Uh, my favorite part about that show is I was messing with everybody there. Uh, I was doing because there was no like TVs or clocks anywhere. It was New mm -hmm. Year's Eve and I was just shouting out the countdown at random times. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. like 10, mm -hmm. 9. I was like 10.30 in the, at night. Mm -hmm. And when, then when it actually was the countdown I was like boy cried wolf and no one fucking believed me that <laughs> I was <laughs> Hey everyone. Just wanted to take a second to talk to you about one of our favorite music venues Blue Jay Listening Room. Blue Jay is a space for true music lovers where every ticket is a backstage pass. Silence your cell phones, enjoy a nice glass of wine or craft beer, and be part of an intimate experience unlike anywhere else in Jacksonville. Hear national and local artists sing their original songs and share the stories behind them in a space carefully curated for the premiere show-going experience. I personally have seen some of my favorite shows here, as well as having played in some of my heroes. Not only is Blue Jay a wonderfully unique experience, it has become a staple in the Florida music scene. Mention bottom of the bill on your next visit and receive 10% off your tab. Blue Jay is located at 2457 3rd Street South, Jacksonville Beach, and be sure to check out www.bluejayjacks.com for news, ticketing, and events. Well, that was good. Was I remember that. <laughs> was, yeah, dude. It was literally like the only people there. They were all my friends from South Florida, and then oh, yeah. that was it. There was nobody else there. Yeah, yeah. it was still a fun night. Night that was really fun yeah. playing with everybody. No, it was. Yeah, I wore my suit. You were wearing you were wearing your uh, Apex twin shirt. And that's that's why I, I immediately started talking to you. Yeah. That shit? I I don't know. I can't fucking remember like what I had to eat yesterday, but I remember like shoes. You know why? Because like, nobody's got an Apex hoodie. Yeah. I'm still the only person I've ever seen walking around with Apex hoodie. I would. Thanks to my wife. I would if like. It wasn't like I don't know. What did you get it like in 1998? No, my no, my my <laughs> no, my uh, my wonderful wife uh, uh, just like got it for me, and it just uh, you get you get it from his you know merchandise and just showed up. But that's how we hit like, it off because I was like, I fucking love Apex. Yeah, he, he's what got me on. He's the king, like, dude. Everything uh, electronic. Yep. And but uh, anyways, he's the king. I just remember that, and then meeting you, and then I was just like, what is yep. what is this guy's deal, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like. Are you, you're hot. He's I'm high. a conundrum. He's super high, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> exactly. Moderately. But it, didn't, it, didn't, it, it didn't matter. As soon as we started playing together and everything like that, I'm like, I don't have to worry about it. I didn't have to look yeah, at you one time. Really I mean, I just, you know, it's it, it, as it, I try to be, and that's one of the things, like the most important things that I really learned it from playing with, with AC for so many years is like, 
being present, being completely present when you're playing with people and like not thinking about some other shit, but like really listening to what they're playing yeah. and, and being in the moment and present and, 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 and the intent behind what you play. Like you can make a mistake or whatever, but if you're trying to make everybody sound good and you're trying to lock in and you're trying, you know, you're locking in this, on the same quarter note, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares that John Paul Jones goes to the wrong part of the song at the end of Good Times, Bad Times. You don't even fucking notice it. <laughs> he goes in, the, you listen to that shit. He goes in the fucking chorus and then they go to the other part or whatever at the end and you don't notice it. Yeah. You know, because it's like it's, the feel is there, you know? Yeah, for and, sure. they, and, and so, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to get distracted. Um, you know, so just like, you know, it's just like years and years of getting yelled at by like not paying attention and fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking playing some bullshit and like fucking embarrassing myself and then like, like oh, I don't yeah. Know. How did you how did you overcome ADHD? Because that's a better question. Because I need to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know what's ADHD. Exactly right. <laughs> That's my what problem. What did you say? Exactly. That's my problem. That's my problem too. I like ADHD. It keeps things interesting. Exactly. And I enjoy having it as well. But at the same time, I can't just focus on anything. You don't listen to shit like, That's on what I'm stage. trying to say. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is oh, my. So, so how, did, how did you learn how to focus? And Well, for me, when I play music, I just become, it's just like I just hear everything when I'm playing and I'm hyper aware naturally of everything. I don't know. It just I always kind of was like that. You know, once I got out of my own head, but I, you know, I think a lot of that is, is preparation. Like you got to shed all the time and you put the work in all the time and listen and use your ears and, you know, shedding and practicing doesn't, it doesn't just mean like playing an instrument. It means like listening to great shit all the time. You are what you eat. You know, if you listen to great music all the time, eventually it's, you know, it's going to internalize. And then you're going to be able to project it, you know. But it's especially important to listen to, like, if you're a musician. Yes. Like, a friend of mine, a drummer, told me one time, like, he was picking out, we were listening to the, a theme song of some show. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he starts singing this really high harmony of a theme song. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, what, what was that? He was like, that's a harmony. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's cool. He was like, man, whenever you listen to music, it's cool to kind of pick out one part of the song. Exactly. And just focus on that one yep. thing the entire time. Yes. So, like, maybe pick out the bass line. Yes. And just listen to the bass line the whole time. Yes. You know, and just, like, and then listen back exactly. to the song again, listen to, like, what the drums are doing. Maybe mm -hmm. pick out what the hi-hat's doing. Like, just try and really focus in on one part of the song. Yes. And it just makes you that much more aware of listening when you're on stage. What, you know? what, yes. And, 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 you know, I call it functional vocabulary as opposed to non-functional vocabulary. That is possibly non-functional vocabulary. Yeah. About as functional as Bill's sweater over there. Yeah, I gotta you know, say, can I, we just I, talk about I, that I, for I a second? It's pretty cool. You man. like it? Thank you. I, like it. It. I think it's terrible. That's okay. I, like it. all, you know. I think it's pretty cool, dude. I would wear that shit. Too. Yeah. I, feel like <laughs> I told my girlfriend I look like I'm a a a, a, a fifty year old uh, dairy farmer that lives in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like Wisconsin has amazing cheese curds. They I've heard, do. I've heard, yeah. They I played do. with Papa Chubby at the Cheese Curd Festival in Wisconsin in 1995, and the cheese curds were incredible. They're, they are oh. really good, but they're that squeaky, was the same year, Yeah, uh, 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 the Green Bay and uh, – what's his name? Uh, Green Bay and the Denver Broncos were in the Super Bowl. So that must have been an interesting mm -hmm. time up there. Yeah, it was. Anyways, so I, I had another story, but I won't go into it because it's crazy. I don't want anybody to hear it on this yeah. thing. But <laughs> some other really wild things happened. Uh, you know, it was the 90s. What are you going to do? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but, but like, listening you know, to music. So, yeah. so you're just, 
you know, I call it functional vocabulary. Oh, yeah. And basically, you know, like little things that you, you know, like breaking all music down into two and three note phrases, you know, that way you can interchange them in any way and fit them in any way, you know, like yeah. if you like listen to, you know, you, you listen, listen to James Brown's music, you know, and like you listen to like the, you know, the rhythm guitar, the single note part, the chord, the bass line, the drum part, the horns, that's all of that is all that stuff is stuff that works together. And then it also works with no, anything that you're playing. So it's like, just like listening to the meat and potatoes, getting the meat and potatoes and the. I remember, you know, yeah, down. yeah. I remember you telling me about, yeah, James Brown. Listen, listen to James Brown. Listen yeah. to James Brown and everything like that. That was at the, uh, I can't remember the name of the festival that we played at. Old together. Gooden. Old, Old Gooden Festival. Yeah, uh. That's when we were uh, talking about. Uh, yeah, I spent two semesters at Berkeley and Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you would have been really proud of me. I played a gig. Well, I didn't play. I, there was a gig at, in in Holy Orlando. Shit, he's just playing with the back of his hand. And, and I went. You've never <laughs> seen this before. It was amazing. And I, I was and, and uh, the keyboard player uh, th last night. Um, he was right next to me, so I was just reaching over in between songs and we going ding 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 the whole night. It was awesome, and he thought it was funny too. I was like, cool, I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> cool. and, but I, I, I since then I've learned the Jaws, just the baseline I can show it to you. <laughs> yeah a to a sharp do, yeah. Do. there you go <laughs> do, do. i remember yeah when i was like six years old that was like do, the first do, thing i learned do, on do, piano do, too do, 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 do. but that's as far as i got yeah i don't i just play a but that, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's as far as i got that's as far as i got i just play a and then i move it up a half step yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> the same note just moves up a little moving bit. Around, man. That's yeah. all it is, dude. But uh, but you know, it's like you 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 know the the trick is finding music that you truly love that like that you loved to listen to, and then making that your your meat and potatoes functional vocabulary stuff on you know and and uh, on just you know listen to all the instruments and break it apart and and because what it is is you know you want to like figure out what you love. And, you know, and then you want to repeat it over and over again, repetition, visualization, repetition, and then a gazillion, bazillion, gazillion times, eventually it becomes internalized, so internalization. Then when you're playing something that's like, you know, like say somebody calls a tune or whatever, and, and it's like, you know, you, you have to like make up something. Uh, um, or if you're actually playing the song or whatever, when you're, when you're playing that, you know, you're using in your in your mind. You're playing like the bass line from like whatever. Give it up or turn it loose, or you know whatever it is. You know, uh, you get this. You've done it so many times that you you get the same feeling when you're playing it that you do when you're listening to it. And that's when the people that are listening to you feel the same feeling that you felt when you were listening to that's it. That's great advice. You know what I mean, yeah. and, and and that's 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 like. That's what we're all trying to get to. And when everybody in the band's doing it and they're all together and the same quarter note and like listening to each other, then it becomes like amazing, you know. I believe yeah. that's what the pocket is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's and that's where you get that these things that happen that's that, the best. that are like ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. Dan -er 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 -er. Yeah. And you're just like, how do we just do that? And it's you know, that's the best. Scott and Van Pelt, yeah. 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 Scott Van Pelt, dude. Yeah. 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 Good guy. Layers, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was a that was a debate for the longest time, and I was being ignorant on purpose of that nobody really knows what the pocket means. Uh-huh. Like everybody has a different definition for it, but there's not an actual fucking definition. The, uh, you know, you, the, the, the pocket is. But that's like, that's the best one I've ever heard. The pocket is if it makes you go like this. Yeah, see, this is what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Like you ask like 20 people this question, I'll give you a different that's answer pocket. every time. Yeah, it makes it go if it makes you go like this, and 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 head nod. And, right. and the, the most important thing is that everybody has this. It's so simple, but so many people. You know, professional musicians. All I see all the time. They, the the first thing you should do is make sure everyone has the same quarter note. One, two, three, four. Right there. Everybody has the same exact one, and is really concentrated on hearing where the one is. Yeah. And if everybody's like that, everything else will fall into place. I'm yeah, gonna make I mean, a uh, Netflix Netflix limited series uh, documentary about what the pocket is, and it, I'm just gonna go to, and ask every single musician yeah, on the man. planet. And I swear to God, yeah. everybody was gonna have a different answer. Yeah. To that. But it'll all be in the same yeah. kind of. It'll be all all the same kind of thing, though. It'll yeah. be like maybe a, a slight slight variation of the same answer. You know what it is? If you know, you if it makes if it makes you know non musicians and you know you know. And I don't even care about the dudes if it makes the ladies go like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like, and they don't, they have no idea what you're playing, but they're like, like, they're, you know, people are dancing and they're bobbing their head, they're getting into it, and they're not talking. The, and then you know that you're killing it. So this would be episode two of but my would, series would be physical reaction. I have a question. <laughs> I'm but, telling you but, that I can make this. But aren't there scenarios where you hear music that's not really danceable music have we, pocket also, though? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Like if you listen well, to like some some old fusion stuff where it's like like maybe it's not like danceable, but it's super tight. Or even oh, like yeah. modern fusion stuff where it's just like it's just like. Like yeah, you're not gonna dance this, but you hear like you you feel like the drummer and the bass player. The bands are, together. Yeah, it's so together that it's just like you can still feel where of, the groove is at. Well, you know definitely. what I mean? It, it's it, the the po- if it's in the pocket, whatever kind of music it is, um, it, it's it it's it, it's gonna create an energy, and you're gonna it's gonna that's bigger than like each individual part and and you can feel it when you listen to it yeah you know what i mean and, and if it's not and it's all like and like one guy's speeding up slowing down another you got a russian dragon on the drums which is the drummer that speeds up and slows down at the same time you know who i'm talking about oh yeah comes- <laughs> i'm talking to you <laughs> well you, you but you play those guys kick drums doing one it's thing like, hi-hats are doing like, another it's thing like, it's like boom 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 yeah, yeah. And it's like, like if that's happening, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. The only time I've ever, ever seen someone overcome a shitty drummer is when I saw Bootsy Collins play at the bottom line in New York City in 1993. And the drummer came out and it was like, and it's like, oh, God, man, what the fuck? And then as soon as Bootsy started playing, and no, and no one cared. And he, all of a sudden, the drummer sounded good because yeah. Bootsy was so... Assertive Because projects it That's yeah. what I'm talking about Projecting Like if you really have That you know Like an energy That pull it puts everyone else in life. Like I had the privilege Of, of playing with Nikki Glaspie a, a few times now And uh, she's amazing oh, She's the best and, and she Like You know where the one is When you're playing with her Yeah she's and, super and it's assertive just so It's just so easy to play with And That's it, also that gospel it, background you know, too man You know Like those Those, those gospel players That yes. kind of move out of the church yeah. where it's like they learn all the chops and then mm. 
and like, they play with that kind of assertiveness, but then they, they, they leave and they learn all these other crazy genres, and then those are like the best drummers to me. Like they're just like like you just like you said like, like you just know where the ones at. Yes. Like there's no there's well no you know the gospel drumming has changed though. I would recommend going back. There's an Aretha Franklin documentary from 1970 or 71, and, and it's made by this I can't remember the filmmaker, but it's the rhythm section is Bernard Purdy <clears throat> and uh, Chuck Rainey, and it's yeah. like one of the greatest. And it used to not there was no fusion in gospel. It was you know like, I mean listen to you know Graham Central Station's got some gospel stuff. It's there's no drum fills you know there's a so but what happened was like in the 80s Dave Weckl came out and was doing all the crazy stuff which you know obviously Tony Williams you know is, is the, the father of what became everything else with the, the all the fusion drumming you know from you know Vinnie Caliuta down through you know Weckl and all these other guys but everybody started doing that all the all that stuff that's what all the drummers were listening to that were playing in church. So that's kind of, uh, um, Nigel Hall calls it uh, gospel choppertunity, or gos <laughs> gospel choppertunists. <laughs> gospel this, this, yeah, like sometimes people just are just waiting around for the chance to do like their craziest drum fills, you know. Yeah. But sure. but you have to be in, uh, you know, you still have to be in time, and you have to be, you know. Um, not stepping all over everybody else. You know what I mean? Shit. And, and, yeah. and uh, so there's all, you know, there's great music from everywhere. But my point was, I guess, that Nikki Glaspie is amazing. So yeah, she's incredible. I saw her. <laughs> yeah, no. My favorite thing she's ever did is when she played with Dumpster Funk. I know. And uh, they played at uh, BE Easy Festival down in uh, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. I can't remember which. I, I'm not from around here, but uh, uh, they, she just started doing uh, Jay Dilla. Just like, mm -hmm. just started rapping while playing mm -hmm. the drums, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. She's amazing. We, uh, I got to play with. It was I did a little like run with uh, Nikki and Nigel Hall and Cat Dyson, and we were playing yeah. at the Funky Biscuit. And um, yeah, it's right around a, there. There's a song uh, by Slum Village that is um, called uh, um, what is it? Uh, Th Thelonious, Super Microphonus Thelonious. It's it, and. Uh, the bass is it's like boom, 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 boom. It's got, you know, Nigel happened to just, we just went into it in the middle of something without even, you know, no one talked about it or anything, and he did the whole rhyme. That's and it, awesome. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I should have been there. Yeah, should have been there. I wanted to come to the one, I wanted to come to the one uh, that you guys did, I think it was Tuesday here in, or Wednesday here in Jacksonville. Yeah, I couldn't make it for some reason. I can't remember what that it was. That was awesome. I had, a, I had a great time. Hopefully we'll, uh, We'll do it again, you know, um, for sure. But uh, but yeah, man. So actually kind of on the same topic, but like going a little bit backwards um, when you're when you're pre preparing for a gig, do you take specific measures to tailor uh, to tailor the way that you play or the way that you even act maybe on on, on specific gigs? Like so you play with Roosevelt, you play with Bobby Lee Rogers, mm -hmm. you did the run with Nikki Glaspie and the Kamani thing. Mm -hmm. um, how do you approach each of those gigs and do you tailor the way that you play or the way that you act depending on like the bigger touring gigs like that? Um, I mean, I don't consciously think about anything other than I want to make everyone sound great and I want to do a good job and um, you know th how they play an act will dictate how I play an act okay and 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 but I mean I'm pretty much always 
the same. Yeah, what was <laughs> like, it mean? Like I'm just kind of myself, and I just I try to be cool. I try to I try to like get along with everybody, and 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 uh, and you know have a good time, and 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 um, you know I I I just try to try to like learn as much as possible from everybody. I get to play with so many amazing musicians. So there's always every time I get I play gigs I get you know like I'm asking somebody something about what are you doing there and what is that and how does that fit over this and you know what I mean and what you know what are you listening to and and uh, that's how I've learned everything that I've that I've learned pretty pretty much is just by doing that you know and just being really you know lucky and to play with all some of the greatest musicians in the world like. Uh, I don't know how it happened because I mean I literally was like just like delivering pizzas and then like <laughs> you know what I mean one moment I was delivering pizzas and the next moment I was like playing double bass with Victor Wooten at MAGFest yeah. like, sure, uh, yeah. like no seriously and I was just like how did this happen I don't know <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and, uh, and so I mean I don't uh, you know I just try to do justice to whatever the music is and, and play like that's something I learned from watching O'Teal who's one of the greatest in the, you know of all time and you know he's, he's like amazing and you know I used to go see him in Aquarium Rescue Unit back in the early 90s and he, was, Bruce. he was using his modulus um, six string and doing just the most ridiculous crazy things and and then when I saw him play with the Almond Brothers he was playing a four string 65 or 67 jazz and a, and a, and a precision with the, like playing with a pick a lot and totally doing like Barry Oakley and completely different sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. You tell it's him, but like, just like he, he does whatever the gig is, you know, he does the, he, he plays the right shit and like, you know, and, 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 and is into it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and Pino Palladino. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like there's this, you know, uh, I don't know. There, it's, it's just as long as you're listening to, as long as you ha have respect for the, you know, the music that you're playing and you're and you're listening to the people you're playing with and and you know you, and you just do your best, then you know the, the music will kind of show you the way, you know. Um, but I never like consciously um, do anything different. Other than sometimes, you know, when I play with Shag Nasty, I'll wear a rebel flag G-string <laughs> bikini underneath my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that's only every once in a while. But, uh, you know. Every now and then. Yeah, you know. Just to mix it up. Yeah, it's a... Do you I mean, you you play with us, and you wore a luchador mask on the stage. I did. Yeah. I love that, and I lost it. And I'm oh, just, no. Uh, yeah, so I need to get another one. Well, you looked great. Thank you so but much. I don't think you could keep it on for that long. I think it was really hot, but even though it was cold outside. It was very cold outside. And it was still got hot. February. They need to make breathable luchador masks that yeah. you can wear for days at a time. Absolutely, Rob. Sort of Number one, about put it. that on the top right. of the fucking bill. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a partner with Ray Mysterio. Hey, Ray, give me a call. Oh. Mysterio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there a specific genre that you like to play more than others? Like one just feels more. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love it. it all. You love it all. I love it. I mean, whatever. I mean, I love if if the people I'm playing with are are you know are good and 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 they want to be there and they're listening. And uh, and it uh, doesn't matter. 
I mean, I, I love playing. One of my favorite things to do, you know, in the last like year. So I've, I've been playing with um, uh, Billy Gilmore and who's from here and, and, and Christina Nakajima and Mylan and, and Bubba on the guitar, Dan Hunting and Juan and uh, on the saxophone, uh, air typewriter. And uh, <laughs> it's just like blowing a typewriter, man. Anybody could do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's like, you know, very bluegrass based. And, and uh, you know, Christina plays the upright and I play the electric. And at the and, same time, oh, yeah, and it's like one of the greatest things in the world. And it's like one of my favorite things of all time to do, and it's amazing. And, and and it's not just me, like, people come up to me, I'm like, maybe it's just I'm just thinking this is really great, but like, you know, every time we play, people are like, oh, that sounds awesome. That people that I don't know, so and I listen back to it, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. So that's awesome, know, man. that's, that's kind of how I felt about the Grateful Dead, uh, is that I didn't. I didn't really appreciate it at all until I started playing it. I'm just like, oh. they have great tunes. It's not even that; it's just fun. And, they, and they have tunes that are fun to play it's and that just are great fun to play. That's the, the whole point. Yes. I'm like, I get your band now. Like, yeah. I listen to them. Like, I don't understand why everyone likes it so much. And like, oh, I get it now. They yeah. and you know what? They have such a huge catalog. Of, yeah, it's and they had a lot of stuff that they never even partly played live. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah, I had this discussion with with uh, Jim Jimmy Herring. I got to go on the road like opening for him with Rosie. And, uh, and it's drummer Bucky. We did a little trio, and it was like Jimmy Herring and Rick Lawler, I believe, is from here, isn't he? Rick Lawler. Great guitar player. Oh, yeah. Tallahassee. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, it was yeah. – and like Matt Slocum. It was crazy, and they were – they sounded amazing. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Herring played with Phil Lesh, but he wasn't – you know, he was saying, I didn't really listen to The Dead. I was in, And then I, you know, you know, realized like once he got with Phil Lesh and they started playing all these songs, he was like – they have all this music that like he that you you know you never hear that like it's just amazing it has great chord changes terrapin station is a great one. Oh my that. god well, that I one's mean, got some cool chord changes in it you got, know that's like a yeah. fucking like classical yeah, kind yeah. of like this crazy math like, yeah, it's cool it's got and it's got like the whole lydian sound yeah, which i love i mean I what, love a, what, a, what, a, what a, probably one of my favorite dead tunes of all times yes. honestly just because the arrangement is so yeah. like so big yeah. i don't know how it is and, and like and this is probably one of my unpopular opinions just in general there's a lot of dead stuff in the studio that i thought was really amazing yeah like like people love the live shows and that and, and everything but like yeah but the studio they were able to you know whatever flesh like, out all their ideas exactly. and play them like perfectly and like yeah and, and like you listen to that and it's and you really get to kind of hear the full spectrum yes. of their songs yes. rather than like, you know, there's some amazing dead shows you listen to where they, they were really on. A lot of it's just scene stuff. It's yeah. Like, so people could be like, ah, oh, I was at that show. My grandpa was on Oh that my show. God. Yeah. Just yeah. my favorite. If you ever walk into a bunch of hippies talking about years, that's my favorite. It's like a oh, 77 was guy. 77. <laughs> yeah. That was 78. Yeah. Oh, my grandpa was there. Yeah. 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 Oh, you listen. Oh, but that, true, 79 though. You like 79? Go 79 fuck. was cool, but I really liked Europe 72. I've never. <laughs> Actually, Europe 72 was, that was the first dead album that that was what got me into the dead was my friends like you should check out europe 72 because yeah, that's when that's they just great. had one drummer and they and that, that back when it was like you know what i mean they were it was just they you know it was a little more like the tempo a little steadier you know and yeah. uh and then a little more up but the, i mean you know jack straw is a great song like they have a lot of good great songs me, me songs and my uncle is my favorite song they do what's that me and my uncle yeah 
That's one of my favorite. There's a lot of stuff in the 60s and like early 70s that I like from the dead a lot. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of goes down, kind of get like the rabbit hole on some of the stuff, you know, where it's, I don't know. I'm not like the biggest dead fan, but at the same time, there's a lot of amazing things. And a lot of the songwriting is so kind of prolific in this way where like the changes are really cool. And like the 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 topic of the of what the lyrics are talking about are pretty pretty um, unique, and I think that you know it's like Krasno was talking to uh, on his podcast was talking to Oteil about it because they both yes. had the experience yes. of like going with Phil Lesh and then like mm-hmm. and Oteil playing with them for a while yes. and doing the whole thing, and they were and like Krasno who's like this amazing musician yes. this, uh, that just can play whatever oh, yes. he wants and Oteil being the same way yes. they were both like. You know, the dead stuff, man, it's like you're not just going to get up there and just like and just improvise if you don't know the music. It's just yes. one of those th- like you have to kind of know and study the music in order to really know how to get around some of those movements, those changes. And like and there's just, a you, lot of nonverbal and uh, just musical cues. That yeah. You have to be able to hear. Exactly. To get through the stuff, which is like, you know, it's pretty amazing for, for a yes. bunch of guys that didn't really. I mean, Phil Lesh had had some some music background as far as like schooling goes. Yes. But the rest of those guys were just kind of like listening to a lot of shit. Yes. Did you ever bu- see the movie uh, Uncle Buck before? Yeah. It reminds me of like with John Candy. Yeah, with yeah. John Candy. Yeah. It reminds me of yeah. his. It reminds me of uh, him driving his car is the Grateful Dead. Like you just you have to know like when to fucking like yeah. hit it, and then it's like no 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 you gotta wait for it to pop twice it's before a, you put it into yeah. drive. It's like driving your car. Isn't it's, it? Okay. Hit that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. My, my car won't start because I got a bad start, and then I'll hit it twice on the dash, and then it'll start. I'm like, hey, like Fonzie. <laughs> like driving your car, bro. Yeah, my car sucks. <laughs> Death trap. Um, no, but my wife just texted me. Is this something that she can tune into, or is this something that. No, it's not live today. It's it, not live. No, it won't be edited either. On Sunday, Sunday it'll go Sunday, live. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, and on all oh, all streaming yeah. platforms. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you can edit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we tip. But well, we probably won't. So you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, that was a double reverse switcheroo comedy right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, your letters have jokes, bro. It's real mad. You should have been a stand-up comedian. I'm a stand-up I mean, comedian. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. You say pretty good. Yeah. I say pretty good too. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh man, yeah. that's, this is all really good, guys. Uh, I uh, have a band <laughs> that, uh, that you know, it was a secret band that, that we're in the process of like coming up with material. But hey, all of our, our album, bands are secret bands too. The name too. of our album is is, is, is is it's a duo, but it, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The name of the album is pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be coming out in the next like couple years. Yeah. The next couple of years. I'm, not, I'm telling you the truth. I mark my words. Who yeah. else is in the band? Um, I, can't, I can't say it's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah, it's okay. a secret. It's a secret band. Didn't I? I don't want to. I don't want to like. You know, we're trying to insulate it because you know we because everyone if if everybody finds out who's in the band, it's like paparazzi, yeah, yeah, yeah. helicopters, yeah. No, chasing that. you on your deliveries, yeah, chasing me on my deliveries. <laughs> you know what, what was I talking trying about? Trying to get like, oh, I want the butter cheese crust and the butter garlic with the Cajun. You're getting garlic the, parmesan, like, and you're not. Can I get five dollars off bag. this pantangle? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Zero coupons. Yeah, no coupons. <laughs> What do you think this is? Wacky Wednesday? Yeah, it's not Wednesday, bro. It's Tuesday. That's right. Dollar fifty large cheese pizza with fifty cents a topping. You wish it was That's Wednesday. Right. That's be, a true story. Wacky be, Wednesday, Hungry Howies. Yeah. That's really? where I met my wife. I, uh, she, On a delivery? She came, no, she came in to with to get a pizza for Wacky Wednesday, and I was like behind the counter, and she's like, "Wow, 
you deliver pizzas and you play Dungeons and Dragons and you're a broke musician. Let's get married. I've and always wanted to yeah, play Dungeons for and Dragons. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't find. I'm, I'm too cool. I guess I don't know. I can't find anybody who wants to play. I will oh, play Dungeons Aaron and Dragons plays, with you. Plays Dungeons. And I will play Dungeons and Dragons with you. I, I will play Dungeons and Dragons. Strength, intelligence, dexterity, I've, constitution. I would be most charisma. charisma, charisma, charisma. Music. I would be 100 percent charisma. And then, like, what do you want to be? I just want to be a guy. I just want to be a guy. It's like, it's like, hey man, hey, look, look at that troll over there, dude. It's cool, man. Can I have some of that gold? No. Yeah, I just want to be like the. I'm lost I just right want to be the coolest guy, <laughs> and then I uh, just go on an adventure and, and be like, "What do you do?" He's just don't worry about it, man. Just keep going. Gary E. Gygax, Tomb of Horrors. I don't know much. About White Plume Mountain. Yeah. White Vault Plume? of the Drow. That's my last name. Fiend Folio. Deities and demigods. Aaron's gonna have a blast with this one because Aaron plays Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't know he played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I want to do it. Talk I, have uh, I have a a a twelfth level fighter magic user with a minus three armor class. How do we get off the rails so quickly? Yeah. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what that means, but I do. Cool. I do understand right. what it means, but I just I the only places <laughs> that I could play is at the comic book store that they have over in uh, San close to where you live in San Jose, and it's just like you go. I don't up, live anywhere near San Jose. I don't know who Not you are. Not even close. To I San Jose. but it's somewhere around there. Is that California? Yeah. <laughs> cool. San Juan. Yeah, that's what I meant. Fly out for these podcasts. San, that's fucking. But the whole point is, I I wanted to go play there, but they had you have to go into this back room. I don't I don't know. About Never that. go into a back room. Yeah, to play D and D and a comic. Yeah, okay. Is that is that's that, that's rules number one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Second rule: don't talk about D and D. Yep. Uh oh, we already fucked up oh, twice. Oh man. Shit. I'll, I'll edit it out. That's all right. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> did you want to? Do you want to start a D and D podcast? I'll D and D podcast like a motherfucker, dude. Shit. I think we just started one. I think bottom of the bill has just become a D and D podcast. Twenty sided dice, D and D plus five vocal sword. Tens and twenties. What's so fucking? By the way, by the way, can we talk about one of the greatest rhythm guitar players of all time, which is Malcolm Young? Yes, he had one of the greatest quotes of all time, which is. Because, you know, he could play lead, you know, actually was apparently a better, you know, Angus was always like, he's better than me on lead. And they said, why don't you play lead? And he said, because it interferes with my drinking. <laughs> uh, like, Fuck yeah. And ACDC was the shit. I and they, never, they didn't have any ballads. The only the closest thing they had to a ballad was Big Balls. I love right? that song. Yeah. But I, I, I can't tell if you're being facetious I'm or being not. Serious. No, no, I'm About being serious. About a rhythm guitar in ACDC, yeah. that's a thing? Mm. Yeah, everything that you think is Angus Young is actually Malcolm Young. Yeah, except for the lead guitar is obviously Angus, which is amazing. Who plays Thunderstruck? Angus Young plays the, the lead line. That's Angus Young. Well, he's better than. Blank, blank. But all, but everything, but 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 that that tone, that roaring rhythm tone, is what makes. Is what Same with the bass. Dun, 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 people dun, think people think that's easy, dun, 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 but I've never heard a band play an ACDC song and sound anywhere close to as good as ACDC. I know. And like I know. try to use a gunk 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 straight eighth notes to keep them that. That's uh, not easy. That's solid. I mean, I'm telling you, man, they, they were the such shit. an amazing band. And that's a you know uh, people. Uh, I think a, a, a mistake that a lot of like people that are trying to play music make is they like skip over things that they think are easy because yeah. they think they got it. They're like, oh, it's like. I can play funk. Chicka, 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 bong, chicka, yes. bong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, you cannot, dude. It's like, oh, you got a wop pedal. I can play funk. Yeah. It's like, you know, 
you, you got to put the time in. You got to put the time in. It's playing simple. It's the notes that you don't play that are the most. Yeah, I go back and listen to some this. fucking. Yeah, it's the space between the notes, just like it's the space between my space clicks. between, you know, just like the space between my clicks. Uh, <laughs> oh, how. How are you doing this right now? Uh, wait, wait, hang on. Uh, All right. Uh, for people who aren't watching, I'm, uh, uh, I'll document this. It's two people doing the scene from The Grudge. <laughs> okay. I can do that uh, too, bro. Get, uh, you guys kind of sound... I have something wrong with it. I got to warm up. But I can get it to where it's like click, 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 click. That motherfucker from The Grudge couldn't do that shit. And I've been doing this since 1972, so they owe yeah, me so money. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Yeah. So they owe me money. I got a grudge against the grudge. <laughs> that shit. We call it double grudge. Double grudge. That's double grudge. Gr I'm writing that That's down. my new banner. That, oh, I already was going to write it down. That's all right. Write it down. All right. I, my, my fucking <laughs> ban, new band name list is long, dude. I've That's been cool. writing I've, I've had it because everybody's been doing it since like the dawn of time, but nobody writes them down. And I was like, I'm going to start writing them down. And I started last summer, and it's like 100 names long. Fuck yeah, dude. But Double Grudge. Double Grudge. That sounds like Double Jeopardy uh, starring Hillary Swank. Uh, I'm writing Double Jeopardy down now. Double Grudge. Double Grudge. But uh, 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 that's funny what you're saying about like uh, being being so patient and like putting all that time into just listening and uh, b thinking that you know it all and everything like that. Uh, we were talking about that outside about uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi. You ever seen that movie? The doc okay. documentary. It's called Dream. It's just called Dream. Dream, sushi. Dream is sushi. Uh, uh, it's basically. I love sushi. Yeah, me too. It doesn't rain. Good, good Netflix doc. But it's a documentary about basically this this guy who's just like uh, a real Japanese guy that is just like super into his craft of making sushi. Same way any is mm -hmm. any artist is about mm -hmm. it. But my favorite Food part music of music is the same thing. Right. It's mm -hmm. you know it's it's all mm -hmm. art. But the, the the my favorite part about the whole thing is it's, uh, uh, he'll have uh, like apprentices come in and mm -hmm. for the first four years all they do is make rice. They're not allowed to even put it into well, a wasn't even his apprentice. It was his son. Yeah, and it, it was, was his, his son. It was his son. Like, he, he, the nepotism came. It was like, you're not fucking touching fish until you get this rice, mm -hmm. right? But I, I had that joke when I went to a uh, sushi restaurant last uh, weekend. I was like, yeah, I was in sushi school. I did two years. And she's like, oh, is, did you uh, – uh, were you making rice? It's like, no, they only let me look at boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to hear a funny story about boiling water? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> I had been married for miss 10, a fucking beat, I had guy. been married for 10 years yeah. and, uh, it took me 10 years to realize that, <laughs> to, that you were supposed to turn the, the burner up all the way on high to boil water. I would put it on like half and it would take twice as long. Do you know? And, yeah. and Sarah was like, you got to turn it all the way up. And so now I know that how to boil water. I, I didn't know that either. It's a hilarious story do about you know, boiling water, Do you by know the way. now? Uh, uh, <laughs> I just figured this out. If you put the lid on top of it, it boils even faster. I, yes, I've been told, so, I've been told that. You guys figure it all out, aren't you? Yeah. I've been told you guys that. just, life is so exciting I'm, for I'm you telling guys. You, I'm exciting. telling you, put it, put it on high and then put that uh, pot on. Yeah. It'll boil in like two minutes. I swear oh, to God. Yeah, Must be nice, guys. Everybody else tell you. We have more important things to focus on. That's what I'm trying. I know to say. that I know for I know for a fact that you have a lot of things you need to focus on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More important. Yeah. I, I never mean, yeah. Out cooking. I'm I, learning how to cook this year. That's great. 
I can cook spaghetti. You know, one of the greatest, <laughs> the greatest chefs of all time is named Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was in an orphanage and they had really terrible food, and he was like, he's like, oh, I want good food, and so like, <laughs> so he ran away from the orphanage and and he mastered, you know, spaghettios, spaghettios with meatballs, ravioli with cheese, yeah. ravioli with meat, letters, fucking Don't letters, really letters with that. meatballs, like letters uh, with spaghetti, meatballs. spaghetti with meatballs. Did like, you know that he it. actually? Uh, met Sarah Lee uh, at his restaurant. They're married. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. He's fucking married to Sarah Lee. Yeah. And you want to talk about a, <laughs> a, a good fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Go down to their restaurant, and it's called Ravioli U. Okay. Hippopotami, hippopotami. Yeah. Uh, Ravioli. So you. I actually, <laughs> I actually place. can't eat spaghettios or any spa- uh, any Chef Boyardee products well, again he's, he's not for the rest of my human. life because when I was for the first time I went on the road ever, you know, uh, it was like a one month like uh, uh, run or whatever, and I had I, I bought Chef Boyardee products just because like it'll fuck you, you up. Eat well, too much of it. Well, yeah, but you can't. <laughs> but like when you're on the road for an extended period of time, like there's not a lot of time to stop. You're driving a lot, oh. whatever, so you, you get Chef Boyardee stuff. And I ate that Ugh. literally every day, three yes. times a day for like a week or two Gross, weeks. Dude. And did you heat it up? No, because you're just a fan. Can. He's got to go. Before. Yeah, but well, so you can I, use the cigarette day. lighter to warm it up, like they did in the okay. Goofy movie. I'm just saying I can't eat the products anymore because it's products. still just it's it's gross. But yeah, it, it, well, you know, it's that's that's your it's a good thing. You know, I lived uh, in Belleville, New Jersey, in the early '90s, and uh, next to a toilet in a basement, and yeah, I had yeah, to buy yeah. mattress. It's no joke. And uh, and I had a little fucking sterno stove, and I used to fucking beat the shit out of some Chef Boyardee. And uh, she gets old though after a while. It got old it's, fucking it's, quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm lifestyle. going back to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck Florida, fuck New York, switch, Ed, fuck yeah, fuck Joey, and, fuck Vinny. And, and then I was like, <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm literally like the hottest person in in New Jersey, like like a <laughs> guy or girl right now. Like this is bad. Uh, I'm moving back what, to Florida. What, what part of New Jersey you said? Any part. <laughs> <laughs> my Sorry, gr- New Jersey. My girlfriend's from New Jersey. Oh. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's from like the woods somewhere. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the woods. Yeah, she's from the woods. She's from the woods. Like, like not like I was in Belleville. I was in. It was like Belleville, East Orange, Newark. Yeah, yeah. I was she, in like the armpit of the she East was Coast. On the, she's on the other side where they, they make pretty girls. There are some pretty, pretty like pretty Morristown. Girls. So I actually played in Morristown one time. Parsippany. I, I make fun of her all the time. I I, I get her. I try it so hard every day to somehow make her say "coffee boss," and that's the funniest thing. <laughs> coffee, boss. <laughs> coffee boss. Coffee boss. Coffee boss. <laughs> Fucking um, Joey's doing it. Vinny's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they say water really weird. Yeah. All right, so I want to get back on track a little bit Sorry. here. No, it's all good. That's what this is. There's a all track. About. What's the deal? Um. So. Well, how did you get linked up with Bobby Lee Rogers? Is you play? With, are you like his go-to yeah, guy man, in Florida? You, you sent me one of the uh, uh, audio files of the y'all playing. It was so incredible. I could, I, I love like, it. My mind was blown. I and then I was like, "Wow, this is a great studio album." I'm like, no, this is live, bud. That was that was a sh- one show. That was the first time. So good that me and AC got to play with Kofi, uh, oh, uh, Kofi what? Burbage, who's you know one of the greatest of all time and one of my heroes. And he and. And it was incredible. And um, uh, Bobby Lee Rogers is someone that I had seen play and was just amazing. I used to see him play at MAGFest with the Code Talkers. It was Colonel Bruce and the Code Talkers. And there's a Ted Pecchio on bass who, who was awesome. He would play the upright and through like a big 810 cabinet. And it was, and, uh, 
and then um, Falcon on drums, who was you know one of the drummers from it's Tedeschi Trucks band. Uh, okay, yeah. Became one, and uh, and Bobby Lee, and and um, and then the Colonel. So I would see them play and just be blown away. And then he, he came to Orlando to play, and we we did a show. It was my band Shaq Nasty, and and he came through with the trio. And then we just became friends, and we just started playing. And he sat in with us, and it was just amazing. And and uh, he's you know someone else that's taught me like so much amazing stuff that you cannot get in a school or a book because um, you know he I mean he played with McCoy Tyner you know yeah he's he, he he's like Barry Harris is was his teacher Jerry Berganzi like he he just knows all the all this amazing and he knows how to explain it to people that don't know shit. So he did a really good job of like helping me, uh, like breaking things down and to help me understand how to do certain things. And, and, um, it's just amazing to play with. And, uh, you know, I mean, just incredible. And, and, uh, and, and so we just, I don't know, we start, you know, he didn't have like, like, you know, it was after kind of the code talkers stopped playing and, and we started doing some gigs and, and then I got, you know, I got, he's like, do you know any drummers? I was like, yeah, I know a drummer, and I got Anthony Cole, and that's like the craziest band ever. And it's the we called it the Hege. It was just like our name for it, but it was you know, like when we Bobby played with, with with when we played with Kofi, um, we just did what Kofi happened to be. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina, at this place called the Double Door, I think. Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina, Double Door in 2010. That's when that's from. I've heard. I've heard about that. And uh, and um, I think it closed down. It was like a blues. Yeah, place. I don't think it's there yeah. anymore. Yeah, but uh, you know, Kofi was just you know home, and he came out and played, and it was the greatest. Like, it was like, it was like, all of a sudden, all this stuff just came out of me that I had, that, uh, like out of nowhere, and we were playing. I was like, how is this even happening? And it was like, uh, I don't know. It was like one of those moments where you know that like changed my life you know just like playing it and and hanging out and and then listening back to it and uh you know it was awesome so and that was that was the only time that we had that that particular combination of people ever played just that one time and and i um, swear to god he he sent it to me i remember yeah. i was drunk as hell uh uh hanging up curtains and i was like you should listen to this i'm like okay yeah. i'm like holy fuck this isn't <laughs> real this isn't real music i couldn't believe that it was it it was so great man. thank you i've heard I, uh, I love it man i have the other c i have the other set in my car if you got a way to burn a cd i'll, I'll give it to you t before i leave yeah we'll just I'll take my see, the, uh, the time second set's crazier than the we'll first set take my time <laughs> machine we'll burn some cds sweet we'll some yeah, CDs, you yeah. got hey do you got an eight track bro just hey. my record play, that's about I it. prefer a cuneiform tablet and papyrus. <laughs> put my stuff out on. <laughs> We're old, old school, bro. Yeah. Of <laughs> if it's not Sanskrit, I said, <laughs> it's not real music. Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, so, kid. <laughs> so, so Krasno talked about playing bass with Tedeschi Trucks, with, and Kofi was obviously mm -hmm. in that band, and he mm -hmm. talks about... He, so he, when he did that one summer tour with them, he said that uh, he kind of stood behind Kofi, and Ooh. it was just like, like a lesson uh, for every him. time. And like just because Kofi has had perfect pitch, yes, and would just like have this way, uh, like everybody, like, even O'Teal talks about Kofi yes. in this in this in this kind of like next level way. When yes. O'Teal talks about people like that, you, you know that. It's, what was it like playing with, with Kofi, man? That must have been a crazy experience. It was amazing, and he was one of the most like gracious and like 
in the moment and he like totally was right there and like he made he makes you feel you know like right away comfortable and just like totally he's totally into whatever you're playing and then he plays things that just make you sound like you're playing like twice as awesome shit as what you really play. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I, I was lucky enough to get to play with him a few few times, you know, and and, uh, and he was just the best. And, and um, you know, yeah, he was great. He was incredible. You know, he's one, one of the most, you know, one of the, one of the baddest ever, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I got to play with him with Bobby Lee a few times and then he came out and uh, played flute um, with, with, uh, um, it was me and Tim Turner from Shaq Nasty. It was a Shaq Nasty gig, but but the drummer couldn't make it, so we got this guy Dave Shiverton, who's an incredible drummer from Miami. Yeah, yes. he's one of the best. Oh I've ever my seen god! In my life, man. And like yeah. he he knew the songs better. We hadn't played in a while, and he knew the songs better than we did. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you for like listening and learning our stuff, so you can show me again. Man, and uh, and the, and then you know, and then my buddy Ito is incredible percussionist and conga player, and and Kofi came out and played the flute. And uh, I'll repost it. I got a clip of him playing. It was just amazing. Like him and Tim were playing, and Tim would play stuff, and then Kofi would like play, like off of what he played, but like make it sound like, like he like like setting him up for the next thing, and like making him like basically kind of guiding him and making it. It was crazy. Like making him making it sound like just i don't even know just like amazing like shit like he'll play shit that make it it makes it sound like you came up with it but like he's the one that came up yeah. with it you know what i'm saying like yeah. with, the, with the, the initial idea and just and it just, he'll like pull shit out of you and like he was just awesome oh so, man yeah. just baby burning you the whole time what's that it just baby burning you the yeah. whole time just like here's, here's yeah no it was it was yeah <laughs> but it's like very he's very very like you know like he's like yeah you have his full attention when you're playing with him. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And for somebody on that level to be that, like, present, uh, just, you know, when I first played with him, like, it was, like, it was always like that. He was always just, like, you know, right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, what um, an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very lucky. So one thing that I've uh, uh, seen you be posting now, I guess, in the present days, we've been talking about the past a lot and everything, but is, is cloning time. Or how you say it? Clorny time. Clorny time. What the hell is that? Because it's the That's best. That's your Instagram handle, the too. The best pictures ever. They're Thank you. the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Well, those are just like the drawings that I just draw stuff. And I and, and I, I have no preconceived notion of what I draw before I draw it. Like 99% of the time, I just like draw stuff and then I like connect the dots. But it's, not, it's not like uh, with a band? Well, well you're, talking about, you're talking about the actual music? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, basically, my buddy Nate Landwer, who owns the New Standard, was like, right. uh, you know, uh, you know, when, you know what, what night do you want? I was like, whatever night you want to give me. And he gave me a night. And then I was like, okay, let me get some musicians. And I got all the baddest musicians that I know. And um, I was like, you know, like my buddy Derek Engstrom, who was you yes. know, my drummer, who, who writes great songs and plays guitar and sings and is awesome. And then uh, I got, you know, Anthony Cole, and I got the, uh, this guitar player named Sioma Klochko, who's incredible and writes amazing 
compositions and we've been you know all have been playing together i've been playing with anthony since 92 what night does that happen every wednesday night oh maybe i'll come down tomorrow yes that's what i'm come trying out. to say the, that's that's what i've been come watch, out. that's and what then, i've been watching on uh, um and then tommy sugar we did this we we did this one this past saturday it was like a like a last minute thing it was me ac sioma and ito and it was it's just incredible and and uh you know the one blessing from this whole rona nonsense has been you know, everybody didn't have any, nobody had any gigs, so all of us, all we did was play all the time at New Standard, like, almost every night for, like, eight months. Yeah. And, and playing all, everybody's music, and, uh, you know, the, my buddy Berto, John Lee Wyatt, you know, uh, like, you know, Derek, uh, you know, AC, like, everybody, you know, there's so much different material. We probably have eight to ten hours of originals that we could play, like, at any point with, you know, with the same core group of musicians. That's like awesome. Back at, but the Clorny time was, like, Clorny. I just call it now Clorny. I, now I'm saying it right. Clorny time, yeah. So I was like, Clorny time. Clorny time. Clorny time's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey man, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. That's what I like to say. Uh, uh, a little Alistair Crowley for you. But uh, um, but uh, you know, basically, it was you know, there's we there's different combinations of players and, and music that we would do. So instead of like changing the name of the band, I just call it Clorny Time. And there's different things like Clornitos is like with me and Ito and it all. Okay, listen, this is what it is. I'm telling you, this is the best. Part. I'm gonna go all the way back. I, one of my best friends in the world's name is Pat McCurdy. Yeah. And uh, he used to play guitar in Cal uh, back in the day, and I've known him. The my, that my, that that uh, Court uh, Steinberger headless bass that I bought my first bass I, in the early late eighty or mid eighties, whatever. I sold it, and a few years later, I was like when the, the when I was in a band with John Citroni, and we were looking for a uh, and he had just left the band, and we were looking for another drummer, and we were looking for a warehouse. We ended up at this warehouse to rehearse in that looked checking it out, and it, my bass was there. And it it was and had gone through all these different people and ended up at this warehouse because this guy Pat McCurdy had bought it, who became one of my best friends. And you're like your actual base, not just the yeah the, model. the real no no the real one the real one yeah. yeah and so we of course became instant friends and, and he is the one that, and he's back. a great he writes really awesome funny <laughs> great songs and we have been playing together for years and he there was a song called Clorny it's like Clorny Clorny yeah. So uh, when <laughs> uh, there, there's a place called Will's Pub and it's Will yeah, Walker. Yeah, we played it's there the before. Actually, one of my homies. I usually wear the, my trucker yeah. hat to Will's Pub with Evil Knievel yep. taking a fucking hike and, on and, it. And that's a, you know one of the the one of the you know the the OGs of 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 supporting music, real music in Orlando, and is just one of the greatest guys. And and uh, so there's a the, the little place next door there called Little Indies, and I used to do a weekly night there uh with anthony cole and 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 with Sioma. Is that the place with the fireplace in the back yeah yeah, yeah and with sioma and anthony cole yeah because yeah, yeah. uh, i had a pickup gig and i needed to find people at the last minute and i was like ac and sioma and i called them and from the first note it was like whoa this sounds like we've been playing together for like 30 years like it was amazing and so we started playing little indies every week and i called it children of the clorn <laughs> yeah so that's how Clorn, and then and so the Children of the Clorn migrated to the new standard when everything shut down, and and so it's like, well, let's just call it Clorny time. Yeah. So we have Clornitos, and then we have Vatos, which is like Derek's tunes, where Derek comes out front and sings and plays guitar, and then like 
AC plays drums. Nikki came before New Year's. She came down and she played uh, the whole set of Derek's tunes with us. And, and she had never heard the tunes before. It was great. She sounded incredible. It was, was awesome. Like, that's the place to be in Orlando. Though, it it sure. is the place it's, to be. It's new standard. It, sure. it is the place to be. There's so much great. I've played more amazing music with more with the, with the mo most quality musicians and you know and just had the most amazing jams like like more you know in the past the whole Rona time you know and your in the past are, year than, than any time ever in my entire life and the streams are good like it's it's not it's yeah. like it's good production yes. you can you can hear it very well and see everything pretty well we've been and putting in the work angles and stuff like yeah, that yeah we've been it's putting in the really work great. we got there's like you know Nate's you know we got a really awesome camera like space age shit like it's, I don't even know how it works but it's the same <laughs> dude Joey you know Joey on fucking Joey on sound and fucking Joe on lights and then you know, you know Joey. I know Joey, and I know fucking Joe. And fucking sound and lights. Fucking Joey's doing it. Joe's doing it. <laughs> so, but they've been doing. You know, we've been we've been. It's like the the same crew of people and the same core of musicians. We've been. That's the one amazing, incredible thing that has happened. And then I've been bringing, you know, Billy Gilmore and all and Christina and Mylon, all my friends yeah. down to play there. And, and like we have this, we call it Orlandoville because it's the greatest. It's just like so many great musicians, like it, it just, you know, because there's only that, like for a while, the standard was the only venue almost in the world that was having music. Yeah, you know? I know. Exactly. I, it, it happened like uh, right around like May or June yeah. when everything was shut down. And we just kept doing it. We have almost a million minutes of our concert viewed. We're on, we're on 870,000 yeah. right now. So in another month or so, it'll be a million. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even, I can't even comprehend that. Uh, it, so it's incredible. And, and, you know, there's just so much great music has happened there. And, and you know, it's, uh, you know, to be able to, because you know how you have people that you love to play with, but then everybody's got to work and you end up having to fucking play with like Skeeter Biscuit and shit. It's fucking whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Skeeter Biscuit. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> come on, cuz. Um, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but since, since there was no gigs and shit, we were just like, oh, we could just play with our people that we want to play with. And, and, you know, like, you know, like I never get to rehearse. You know what I mean? Ever. Because, you know, it's like, oh, the rehearsal's a sound check. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And to actually develop material and, like, play with the same badass motherfuckers, like, every week for, like, eight months. Well, that makes, that's what makes incredible. it incredible. So I've never been able to do that. None yeah. of us have. And so, and we got it all documented. And, uh, like, I go back and watch the shit. And it's oh, like, yeah. There's so much content. And, and uh, it's, we're very lucky, you know. I don't know. And, and it's, like, you know, three miles from my house. So it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. And I, I guarantee you, most musicians from, I don't know, uh, uh, at least 400 mile radius, they fucking know about that place. And yeah. like, they want to go as soon Dude, as everything starts opening up. I'm going down tomorrow. You're like going said, tomorrow? Nikki, I'm going tomorrow. You know, Fuck yeah. Nikki. Why not? Nikki, I want to go. Oh, okay. Nikki played like 10 <laughs> gigs, she said, last year, and two of them were at the standard. Yeah, that's what I'm trying you to know, say. And, 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 and so, you know, people know it's just a wonderful place. It and sounds like fucking Tipitina, Florida. Dude, it's great. Yeah. And, it's great. <laughs> and, 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 and the hotel, it, it, there's a hotel that's in like across the, the parking lot from the place. Mm. So there you go. Maybe so grab, grab some fucking Florida crystal. So, and like, <laughs> so John Schofield, if you want to come down and play. Johnny Skosko? John, you know, Mr. Schofield. Mr. Sir, Mr. Schofield, like come sorry. down and play. 
we have a house B3. Because you're for sure watching this. You can this, come in the so. side, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can come in the side and avoid people, and uh, the food's really good, and uh, you know what I mean? You'll have a We're sending it directly saying. to him. It's good that you're looking right at yeah. the <laughs> No, I'm just saying. He's just anyway, saying. Anyway, uh, he's um, one of the best of all time, too. He is. So. He's actually yes. uh, top three of my favorite guitar players of yes. all time. And the yes. first one's good, uh, John Mayer, and the, the first one's, one's Dave Matthews. No, the first you. one is uh, Derek Trucks. You know, oh, just, yeah. it just is what it is. Uh, uh, John Schofield, and I think Larry Carlton's probably number three for Where's me. Where's John Mayer? Though? West Montgomery. Uh, you know what? Maybe King I'll, of all ma- time. Maybe I'll take out. Maybe you. I, maybe I'll take out uh, yes, Larry I Carlton. I do. Man, West Montgomery was like was like the guitar player. I mean, that's that like turned the, me on to that the whole building world. Of like there would be no like, any of those guys. Like you know, like you, you know, that was like the I don't know, like. I don't know. I've listened to, you know, that live version of Impressions on that, like, Silver Anniversary Edition 20th, whatever fucking thing. It's yeah. Like, like, I don't even know. Wes Montgomery, man. Yeah. He's the greatest. And uh, I love his story about why he started using his thumb instead of a pick. I always thought it was some, like, like, deep spiritual reason. But he's like, you know, he would get home from gigs and he just, like, didn't want to wake his wife up. So he would practice with his thumb. He also didn't start playing guitar until he was, like, 21 years old, yeah. which is insane. I know. Who like, did he play like, with? He was just, he was, like, a jazz guitar player from, uh, like, I back in the Wes Montgomery is the, uh, he he is, like, the, basically the godfather of jazz guitar. and Well, playing, Charlie or, Christian, no, maybe. Charlie Christian, but he, but really, like, Wes, you know what I'm saying? Like, he really, like. Oh, he's, like, old, he's, very old school. Yes, Wes yeah, Montgomery. He, to, he, took, he took jazz guitar to, like, the next he, level. He, he, you know, because guitar wasn't even a solo, they didn't solo or anything, and then, but, but, Wes Montgomery, like you know, the play in, immediately recognizable sound. Every note he played was perfect. His tone was incredible. I think that's His more what it was incredible. Yeah. His feel was incredible. And like, I'll send you some shit. But yeah, that you'll probably Montgomery. hate. But you know, West Montgomery. That's he not, saw, that's where, he that's stopped sending me. He stopped sending me shit, and then I, I, he sent me so much stuff, and then I just sent him. I Hank. figured I'd give you some time to digest. You know, he <laughs> and I and I sent him like, "Hey, you should really listen to this Hank Williams song." He's like, "I'm out." <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll listen to Hank Williams. Do I listen to fucking Senior? Yeah, I Hank I, Senior. I, I, senior. Yeah. No Bozifus. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to Hank Williams the third before I listen to Bozifus. Uh, oh, yeah. Hank Junior sucks. Hank yeah. Senior is great. Hank the, Senior, dude. I grew yeah. up. Listen, I Hank grew the third's up. Awesome that, too. The I grew pedal, up with, with Patsy Cline. Yeah, you know, uh, fucking, uh, you know. Hank Williams, like all that shit. My dad was way into all the old time stuff. I like it. And I love it. And and it's that's great. that's one of the things that I love about, you know, like hanging out in Jacksonville and, and meeting all my friends here and stuff who most of pretty much I mean, I've known I gu- I guess I've I kinda met you guys like around all around the same time, but like and I've been coming to Jacksonville for years, but I didn't really Started meeting all the musicians until I started hanging out with my with my homie Christina that plays the upright, yeah. and like she introduced me to all these people, and and you know th- there's a lot of like country and bluegrass and like all this old stuff that uh, which I love, but that I've rock. actually got to play, you know, and I've and and really like have a new appreciation it's, for it's it. It's not too deep yeah. on bass, I will say. Yeah, but it is. It is. It's, it's because you know how many bass players I know that can't go boom. 
boom, exactly. boom, exactly. like a million. No, it's it's a, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, I know a lot of guys that go. Yeah. I well, only maybe know a couple people that go boom. It's it's boom. It's it's the same it's thing with blues though. No, no. It's it's just but 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 there's an authenticity to the style. It's the same thing with blues. It's like there's a lot of it's like. But that's not even why. But you know you know what it is though. You only have one note, dude. If you play, I used to play with this this uh singer named around named Terry Binion. Yeah. And she was amazing, like Lucinda Williams sang on one of her albums, and she nice. uh, wrote incredible songwriter and singer. And her music was really tricky because it'd be like the same thing, and then it have like one like extra bar of one chord, like yeah, in a weird spot. But like if you fuck that shit up, you're playing half notes, and uh, someone's singing, and you play a wrong note, you're fucking. You suck. Like, yeah. it was like, everyone's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, it's hard. Like, like being able to leave that space and you, you know, it's like easy to impress people if you're just going because it's like whatever, yeah, like people, but to go boom and have such a good sound. It's like when Derek Trucks plays one note wing, and like everyone starts crying and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's one note. I've seen bikers. I saw bikers at like cry <laughs> watching Derek Trucks play. Like fucking drunk bikers. Like hell's oh angels and shit. Like when he's like playing one note. Like, you know what I mean? Like like when you you to be able to play one note and and you say everything you could say with a million notes and more things. Like yeah. that to me is like way harder to do. Man, it's it's the same shit you know with, I mean? with with blues bass players too. There's a lot dude. of guys out there that are just like they try and like put all these notes in between the shit. It's and like it sucks, if dude. you're playing like a slow blues, they're playing or, like or, an or active or fucking bass and shit with like EMGs. Like yeah, yeah. Or if you're playing, yeah. like, play like, if you're playing like a shuffle or something, you yeah. know, a lot of guys shuffle are trying to like hard. Yeah, man. It's like uh, I played in a blues band for a long time, and, this, mm -hmm. and, the, and the, the band leader's always like, it's like. Anton, you know, as a guitar player, so you just don't know how to, so you don't have that, you can't fucking shuffle, man. Like, you don't know how to shuffle. It's like, yeah, I guess I don't. It's, you know what I'm it is? You know what it is? It. It's learning how to play drums. Like, that's the, uh, another important thing which I would recommend or I would uh, say is probably the most important thing for any musician. Everybody should be able to sit down and go, boom, bat, boom, boom, bat, and play a beat yeah. and keep it steady. Yeah. And, but the more you work, on just like all oh, you need is a kick high ass snare. Yeah. And the more you work on your drumming, it internalizes rhythm in your whole body, and the 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 more you're able to, the more solid your time gets, and the more you're able to project that. And and then other people that's time that maybe their time isn't as good. All of a sudden, like what I saw Bootsy do with that drummer who was like, you know, kind of like fl floating around, and then as soon as Bootsy got there, it was like. He had no choice. Yeah, he had to just lay it you in. Know? So, you know, it's it's because everything starts from your feet. You know, like you know, you tap your foot, you get your quarter note. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you're not thinking about that, and you can float around sometimes. Yeah. But like, if everybody's tapping their foot at the same exact time and like looking at it and bobbing their head, and then that's why it's so that's important. The pocket. It's that's the pocket. It's Back bobbing. The pocket. Bobbing. Bobbing the head. Bobbing. That's yes. what I mean, that's what I do all the time. I always move my foot. I always yeah. have my foot going. But in like whatever it. way he wants Porter, to. Exactly. You think it's the foot's gonna get away from it at I some like, point? But, but I like that's why I like the you know it's like oh. uh, four on the floor. Like that's what when I you know people take lessons from me or whatever. If I'm teaching somebody you know or attempting to, I uh, I I the first thing is like we listen to music and it's like find the quarter note, tap your foot. Yeah. And you make that subconscious. Yeah. Once you make it subconscious, which is through repetition, 
then you were able to internalize it, then you were able to project it. Yeah, my my, uh, uh, thing, my OCD yeah. has gotten so bad that when I walk, I count one, two, three, four when I walk. I swear oh, I to shit, God. Doing that you should do the same thing when you play, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny, but I'm just saying. It's so weird. I know that I have... You I have the seconds when you pee. I do I, that, too. I have 12 steps in my house, and I know that because I go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and I'm downstairs mm-hmm. every single fucking time. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I mean, dude, I count shit all the time. It's cool. Yeah, I like counting things, yeah. and I like, uh, and I like, like, trying to subdivide things, and and, <laughs> and I like, you know, syncopating things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's good practice just to do. It. Even when you're listening to music, just kind of like try and find where the subdivisions are at, and like counting stuff. Just try make... to make music along with the music that you're listening yeah, to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's how you develop your functional music vocabulary, kids. I liked what you said at the beginning, the functional vocabulary. Yes. I want to do that more than anything. Like a non-functional vocabulary would be like, Functional yeah. vocabulary would be like, pass the salt, please. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I want to pass the salt. That's my whole, that's my whole deal. I want but, to pass but the I like salt. to do is this. Hey, can you pass the salt? <laughs> Have you ever tasted heaven in a glass? Do you pine for the hoppiest brews and palest ales? Do you like food? If so then Wicked Barley is the oasis that your mouth has been wishing for, walking into the complete barren wasteland that is your life. Wicked Barley is located in Jacksonville, Florida, nestled on the banks of Goodbeast Creek. Wicked Barley aims to provide its guests with a wicked experience, offering over 18 house-brewed beers, ciders, and meats on tap. They also have an expansive gastropub-style food menu, including burgers, salads, sandwiches, and more. Whether you are a newcomer or a craft beer connoisseur, there's a little something for everyone at Wicked Barley. Visit them at 4100 Bay Meadows Drive and tell them Bottom of the Bill sent you. We're the best um, of both worlds. That's what that Van Halen song's about. All right, it, so it's very inspiring, though, uh, listening to you, uh, the way that you learn how to play bass by basically just reading the hell out of everything and uh, getting uh, information from interviews of people. I'm like, oh, well, he listened to this person. Yeah. Or this guy's sorry. awesome, so they, I'm going to listen to what he says. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, that is one thing that is missing in my thing, uh, my my uh, understanding of music. Well, it, I don't it, have that anymore, and I, I feel like the reason why is because everything's right there in front of you. Yes, and, and there's so much information. Yeah, that's it's what I mean. get lost. Yeah. So, like, some th- you know what's good to do is just, like, Find somebody that you really love, like an artist, and then just go and like read interviews with them. Yeah, that's what I, I did with um yeah. uh, 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 James Murphy from LCD Sound System. Yeah. He's my favorite. Oh, he's great, dude. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought yeah. you were gonna say something about him. No, dude, he's bad as fuck, dude. Thank you, dude. I know LCD Sound System, man. Yeah, I, I fucking love my buddy them. Kevin Rotz turned me on. That's years the reason ago. Uh, that interview. Uh, that's the reason why I have that book is because he said that that in that interview that he has about failure and everything like yes. that, he said. Uh, uh, David Foster Wallace wrote this book and it took him four years and this is how old he was and he said well if I started right now I wouldn't be done until I'm 40 so I should give up yeah so anyways I read that book it has nothing to do with LCD sound system but he liked that yeah it does exactly well yeah it does it does technically now yeah, I know what you're saying but he liked it he liked that book and everything's yeah. like well if I'm gonna read that book and yeah. see it and I'm like oh it's, yeah. it's kind of like a I don't know endless uh yeah. Hole. <laughs> to go down. It's like that Oprah Winfrey shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The you watch secret. Oprah? No. Oh. But I, like, it's like, it's like the secret. It's like, yeah, the secret is like, if you fucking like, 
you know, like visualize something, it happens. Like, well, I don't know how that's a secret. Yeah. But, you know, no, but, it but, is. But if you apparently, but it's like if you visualize. Well, like when I, I was it 15 out. years old, I saw Victor Wooten play, and I said, I'm going to fucking practice. I'm going to play, and someday I'm going to fucking play with him. And I fucking I played with him, dude. And I, and like, I, he knows who I am. And he's jammed with me, and he's come to, you know, I know him through Roosevelt. He came, one time we were, me uh, and Rosie and AC, and we were playing at this place called the Red Lion Pub in Orlando, which is no longer there. Yeah. And um, he w had been doing a clinic earlier in the day, and Rosie and me had stopped by. He's like, what are you guys doing? He's like, we're playing on the street, come down. And he showed up, I didn't tell anybody. And he showed up, and I was like, oh, we got a special guest on bass. And, and it was like, Victor Wooten came up, and I gave him my bass, and I was just like... People are like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I meant, that's what I meant by special guests. <laughs> you know uh, do you get nervous before you play it all ever? Like in any, oh, any, yeah. any gigs, really? Fuck yeah, dude. Oh my God. I got I get nervous when I play with like awesome musicians that, that, I, that I've been watching for years. I got nervous when, you know, like... Uh, you know when Nikki called me for this gig, I was like, oh, "Yeah, fuck, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you know I mean? Nigel, got, Cat got, Dyson." And you know what I mean? And, and, and then I got and 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 I got nervous again when I picked her up at the airport. I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna jam." Oh no, <laughs> you know what I mean, I gotta make sure I play good. And I get nervous, like, you know, I don't know, like, uh, I got nervous when I play. I got to play with O'Teal and Kofi, uh, and and AC and Rosie at the Funky Biscuit like four or five years ago. And uh, I was just going there watching OT. I was like, you're setting your shit up and playing. And and I was fucking nervous as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then once they start playing, it was just like. Just get into it. It, it was just because they're such good people. And once you get, you know, once, you, once you're actually playing the music, it's just like. But before you start playing, you know, you get nervous. You yeah, know what I mean? for and, sure. And, 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 and yeah, man, I get nervous. You know, or, or you know, if I. I you know, I always want it to sound really good. You know what I mean? And I, I always want to play my best and like, I want to make everybody else sound good. So like, you know, uh, and especially if it's somebody that like I haven't played with before that I've been watching like on stage for years and, and then it's like all of a sudden I'm playing a gig with them and it's like, I get nervous before that. Yeah. You know? Um, but that, but that, which is good because if you don't, that means you don't care. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. like, I mean, it's like you just kind of use that as fuel for a little, get a little, so you can get that extra gear to, like, hopefully kick more ass, you know? Yeah. So, for sure. You know? Um, all right, well, we got to move on, on to our last yeah, segment of the show. It's been great. I wish we could do this all night because we we'll probably have another two hours of this, but. Yeah. It's okay, dude. I'll be back in, um, uh, <laughs> in uh, 2021. Wait, it's 2021 yeah. now. I'll be back a couple months, dude. All right. We'll do the Kung Fu and the Dungeons and Dragons one. 100%. Yeah. I'll do Dungeons and Dragons. Just I will fucking straight I'll up. I'll try Gary E. Gygax. It. I don't know. All right. That's the guy who in invented Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I'm not go. that deep into it. That's all right. I'll so, teach you. So we have our unpopular opinion, opinion segment. So if you have one, think about it for a second. Uh, we give the guests the last one of the night. So You're if you got guest, one. by the way. Um, so <laughs> uh, my, you can go first, Bill. Okay, uh, it's a little political, but I said we should rewrite the Constitution and make it crystal clear for everyone and then rewrite it every 100 years. All right. 
That that's is, just logic, dude. That's just logic. There was only like 20 people living in the United States when it was written. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, and it was designed to be flexible. It's just it's, people are so fucking stupid. Thank you. And <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, you like, it's like, oh, oh well, we're going to get mad because someone's kneeling in protest at a football game, but it's cool to fucking storm the Capitol and smear shit on someone's desk. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, sell a fucking laptop to just, Russians. Just the Second Amendment alone. They had, they had just like muskets and muskets the whole way through for another 200 years. Yeah. They didn't invent a fucking automatic machine yeah. gun. Yeah. Do you think they would have put that number two on the list yeah. if that was a thing? Who knows? No. Or like just read The Constitution it. is designed to be flexible. We need to have a constitutional caucus. We need to get rid of the stupid ass fucking racist fucking bullshit fucking yeah. electoral college. Yeah. And um, I agree. And just, we need to make fucking fucking funk like you know a required listening for like everyone <laughs> since they're born like all the way up through that. their whole and lives then, and then if you don't like it 100 years from now we can change it. it well well, if you don't like funk then we'll fucking send you over to fucking like the, there's a giant part of Australia that no one lives in yeah, and yeah. that will be all the people that don't like funk we'll send, we'll send Bill there he hates like, funk I and like jazz funk. I like funk no everybody uh, likes funk I like funk and jazz everybody right. likes funk everybody likes it there's a I mean I mean like funk funk not like Jamiroquai oh, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry is that an unpopular opinion yeah, I oh. can't stand Jamiroquai. Okay, uh, well, that was, well <laughs> that that's, pre- that's a pretty good that's one. Good one Billy doesn't like Stuart Zender's killer, but that's why. See, the bass player, the original bass player. <laughs> okay, listen, the original bass player was great. He was the MD, and the bass lines were great. And he actually sings way better than what's his face with the furry hat. <laughs> uh, and and then when he left, everything really sucked. So whatever. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, uh, Jamiroquai. Also, Jamiroquai. I'll still do to gig me the bass player, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most boring I've ever seen in my life at Halloween 2018, Yeah, of course. So boring. I'm, I believe you. Um, all right, so... Um, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> so my... If my, anybody watches... Yeah, my, first, watch my first oh, unpopular watch. opinion... <laughs> they're going to watch. My first unpopular opinion is uh, rhythm guitar is more interesting than lead guitar. Yes. Well, it's true. It's, because I, you know what? If you play lead guitar and you're not playing rhythms, then you suck. Exactly. Thank you. So sure. a good lead is rhythmic. Everything exactly. Is yeah. Corey you know, Wong is a perfect example. Corey Wong is my you idol right now. You know what's a great now. example of the preview wrong? Eddie Van Halen. That's yeah, but he was still so playing rhythmic. rhythm. Are you he was still playing me? rhythm, though. But he, he was, was still playing rhythm. Are you kidding there me? There was rhythms like, there's floaty shit. Yeah. And then, like, you have, have to have rhythm. Shit. And, like, chicka chunk clang, clang. That's a rhythm. Exactly. That's Eddie Van Halen. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 noodly fucking lead guitar is boring as fuck. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? John McLaughlin plays crazy leads and it's totally rhythmic. And that's why it's interesting. Yeah. Because it's all like, tick, 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 it's like Indian shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but really, to me, there's no such thing as rhythm or lead. Like, you're playing rhythms and you're playing melodies. Yeah. And, and it's however you put it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, to me, it's pretty, like, the, the boring shit is like, here comes the lead and here comes the, uh, whatever. I mean, I, okay, Journey had some pretty cool, like, lead parts that I can still sing, even though, like, I don't, like, want to tell anybody, but it's cool. <laughs> don't stop believing. Dude, Neil Sean, opinion. it's cool. You know, whatever, dude. It's Journey's a g- cool, dude. I'll fucking take Journey over fucking Chumbawamba. <laughs> bro. Are you really I just knocked go- down? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's I, I get up bro. again, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad these are uh, musical. Uh, my second one, and you're going to laugh your ass off, is I don't, my unpopular opinion is I don't know who Jacob Astorius is. You don't obviously, know who he is? Obviously, because called him Jacko. That's not an opinion. That's just a fact th- if you don't know who he is. That's just funny to say that, though. Oh, okay. Oh, I can tell you who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. Oh, you do know who he is. Man, I'm confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
It wasn't. It didn't go over the way you thought it was. I told I know, you that. Okay. I know. I know who he is and everything like that. I don't know how I've gotten this far. Uh, it's okay. In my life, he's never heard the just chicken. Go, though. Just no, no, no. Just, just, dude, just no. uh, listen to his first the, album. I, and I, I have. I, I, when I was looking him up last night, have you listened to his I, first album? I haven't listened to him, but I've listened to, listen uh, to his first the album. Weather Report. Weather Report's amazing. The weather Report's amazing. great. Yeah, actually. listen to listen to Jocko's first album. I, All of his albums are great, amazing. But listen to Jocko's first album. Here's what I'm trying to say. I guess what I really you haven't you haven't listened to him. I don't understand why okay. he's so famous. It's my unpopular. Because he, okay, I'll break. This I don't. Down for I don't you. get why. Yeah. Why? Ask because player, because I, no, it has to do with bass player. It, it, it's he revolutionized the instrument. He was an incredible composer. He extended the range of the four string bass to. He played. You haven't heard. If you haven't really listened to him, that's why you don't get it. Listen to his first album. This is a good fucking person to ask. Listen to his yes. first. <laughs> listen to the, his first album and then and then come back to me. Okay. This is and you you it will change your life. Listen to his first album. You'll be like, okay. He he was a completely unique voice. There will never be another Jocko. He he he's incredible. He plays he played in the, like no one else. He changed everything. And then you'll get and he and and he was funky as shit. And he electrified the upright bass. And he, and he was just incredible. And he came and everything he did was amazing. Yeah. And he's and he's the greatest of all time. And, and, and that's then, it. And then and then you'll get Matt Styles if you watch this, this guy play. I it's know. literally just like this, Jocko. This, but this like by far different. has been the most unpopular opinion that I've ever seen. It's not an opinion. Because you both are just like wow. No 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I, I just it's just because I love I, I understand if no, you haven't really listened to him then. You know, that's why it's like if I, I you know, I'm if just, I if I had never heard him, I wouldn't know it. But if you had, you got to you got to listen to him. You like got to have to. Him. to you know, haven't really yeah. listened. I know who he is and I know the name so much because everybody talks. About I know, him, but you haven't listened to him. But I don't know one song by him. You haven't listened to it. Well, listen to he's got plenty of songs. He's got amazing songs. Three views of a secret. Amazing. Every Bro, just start continuum. With the just start with the yeah, chicken. Yeah, but the chicken's a Pee Wee Ella song. The, 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 okay. the, 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 the three three views of a secret, dude. He's got amazing, dude. Fucking portrait of Tracy. Fire under you, real quick. He has, dude. Every he never wrote a bad song. He, all of his music is incredible. He wrote he, Joe Zawinul and and yeah. Wayne Shorter are two of the greatest fucking. They're to me are the Lennon and McCartney of jazz music. Uh, Jocko is the only person to have multiple songs of his on Weatherport albums. Like he. Everything he wrote was amazing, and and it's Florida music. It's from the fucking. He's it's from like, Lauderdale. It's yeah. a, he's a he's my a, hometown. And and, yeah, and, and nothing sounds too. like it. Nothing sounds like it. And and it's just it, he plays melodies. It'll make you cry. Play him one note, and he'll play the funkiest shit in the world. And, and nothing sounds like him. And his percussion and, influence. And, he was trying to like em emulate he, he percussion. He's a drummer. Yeah, he's exactly. a drummer, and he broke his he broke his hand playing football, so he had to switch to bass. But. Listen to Jocko's first album, and, and like you know, when you're ready to just chill and listen, and and just listen to it, and it, it will change. It will change your mind. I knew. I just knew that if I said that, it would just be like. I, I'm I'm not, not, I understand. <laughs> what, I understand where you're coming from because if you haven't really heard it, I, and know. I really haven't. Yeah. So so, but just listen to his first album. But I can't believe it. I've been playing music for so long, and it's I'm you know. You so yeah, exist, but you're not you, a bass player. Either. I I I'm not. I'm you not. Also but, did, but he's beyond bass playing. You will appreciate his compositions. As a, he was, I'm gonna send you some shit of him yeah, playing piano and Toot Steelman's playing harmonica, playing Three Views of a Secret, and that will change your. Okay. That will change everything. You also didn't come from that world. No, what like, world? Just like the like the jazz infusion. Where and did that, I that, come from? And like, the, like you came from like Kentucky? the Kentucky. You want to talk stuff. about it? I'm just saying. I that love like, Kentucky, dude. Uh, you ever been? What part? Uh, a bunch of parts, but my friend Johnny Wyatt's from Kentucky. He's I'm from Lex farm. I'm from Lexington. Me too. A tobacco farm yeah. outside of Lexington. Yeah. All right, yeah. so my second. 
Yeah, that's right. We so my, my second unpopular opinion is I don't that's like where watching. I where Apex Twin was from, and fucking the middle of nowhere, three hundred fucking yeah. people, and I still listen to Apex Twin. The only person that's in awesome. three hundred mile radius. All right. Yeah. So my, what my, are you talking about? Yeah, that's why we get along. Well. So my my second unpopular opinion is I don't like watching old movies. Man, the Maltese Falcon is one of the best well, fucking how? movies ever made. Like old, I'd say. Like, like good, the bad, before, and the ugly. Like, like, old, like, like in the sixties. Like, like pre nineties. Pre nineties. Okay. He's okay, also okay, before okay. we start. He's never seen the Matrix either, so he never has no saw idea. The Listen to me, first of all. Okay. Uh, have you seen Apocalypse Now? I did, I, I Go watch fuck yourself. Yeah. You've never seen watch movie. Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Hundred okay. percent. Okay. Uh, there's so many amazing movies. That came out Tamilio before the nineties. Yeah, of course. Dude, dude, dude fucking dude. the Predator is a yeah. great movie. Oh no, he hasn't never seen that. He's never seen that either. So, see, once again, this is the same thing. It's hilarious. It's the same thing as a Jocko thing, but with we movies. don't want to hang yeah. out okay. with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to. We will. We have to. We're this is what we're you. gonna do. We're gonna fucking put on Predator and turn the sound off and fucking listen to Jocko's first album. <laughs> there you go. At the same time. And then it, it would probably line up like fucking Wizard of Oz Listen and Pink me. Floyd. <laughs> I, had a, I had an amazing experience where, with the, this is a similar type of thing where you the mu- music to the movie. There's an incredible movie that came out a couple years ago, and it's called The Last Warrior. I randomly found it. It's this like crazy Viking. The Last Samurai? No, The Last Warrior. The oh, Last Warrior. And it's this Viking epic, and it's got the goriest, most brutal fight scenes, but it's shot... And the, the cinematography is incredible, and I just turned the sound off because it was overdubbed, and you lose, you know, the overdubbing was cheesy. And there's a guy named Luke Vibert who's one of Apex's friends, and he, you know, one of those, you know, English dudes, and he makes, he's one of my favorite electronic musicians or musicians in general. He just he play, he makes great music, and he has this uh, drum and bass album that he just came out with. It's Eamon Andrews. Uh, it just came out last year, and I put this shit on, and I fucking. I, I I had possibly there was possibly some um, fungus involved if you know what I'm saying yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, I put this and I started this movie and I put this shit on and there's uh, like all this fighting in the movie and every single thing lined up perfectly with all of the r- music all the rhythm it was all drum and bass like Amen Break shit chopped up and everything and. Uh, and that the Amen break is a drum beat that they. Uh, oh no, you don't have to explain. You know it. what I'm saying? Okay, explain, well, no, explain it to him. All right. Well, it's a, it's it's a break that started with, like you know you probably heard it like uh, N.W.A. like uh, straight out of Compton you know and then they once time stretching came out in the yeah. early nineties that that's what like drum and bass like a whole genre of music came. It's like right right after Jungle in 1994. So, so, like, so like it's like the Amen break is like a whole genre of music just from this one drum break that from this B side of a of a record from the sixties. So, yeah. which is really crazy. But anyway, everything perfectly lined up with this, uh, w- w- with the with the with the music. Like it, it was crazy. I was, uh, I, my I kept waking. Sarah what was the name up. of the movie again? It's called The Last Warrior, and, and it was who's in, in it? I don't know. It's like it's like <laughs> a Viking movie. It's like Russians and like Norwegians, and it's like not in English. And so I just I turned the sound off and I watched it. With a this, Russian Viking movie? I don't know. I think Russians made it, but it's Viking. I dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it on Amazon Prime. Uh, and it was it, it was like one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. It was incredible. Like I, I I don't know if I've ever been able to watch a movie with no dialogue and and understand exactly what's happening the whole way through just by how they're looking and talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. And it was deep and it was so brutal and but like the, all the music lined up perfectly with everything and it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I highly recommend that, kids. 
Yeah. So uh, anyways, you can put Noya Kwasky uh, with any music if you'd want. Oh, yeah. That's always a Philip good one. Philip Glass. Coy. Yeah, yeah Coy. Yeah, he's got that one and then the, and the other one too. Coin and Squatsy and then the other one. I think one. it's Coin. coin. I can there's two of them. There's something yeah, Squatsy. Yeah, the second one. Yeah. That's the best fucking movie yeah. to do nitrous to, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> ISI, by the way, those are the best chargers to get. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. 100%. They're triple distilled. You, don't get, if you it, don't get any of that machine oil. If in they're there. not Jesus blue, Christ. don't do. That's my motto. No, oh, dude, I'm telling you, I found <laughs> No, 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 no. No, no, the blue, the blues, like, those are the second best. Oh really? You got there's ISIs. I don't know what those are. I, um, ISIs kids. <laughs> if you want to make the so best pies, go with ISIs. Oh, <laughs> that that's your okay. All right. I, I, we've done a lot of research yeah. since uh, the lockdown. Let's say. Mm. So. Uh, What's your number, number three, Bill? What it's on me now? Yeah. My my unpopular opinion was very unpopular. Apparently, so. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, Bill Wertz is the most underrated musician ever. Do you know who he is? No. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, an unpopular you. opinion. Who's Bill Wirtz? There you go. Well, How can I, be unpopular I, I, opinion if yeah. nobody even knows what you're talking about? I don't know. Maybe we're going to change this to like... Just no, no, no. That's you, okay. You, you Tell me who he is so I can hear him. Uh, Bill He's Wirtz, pretty amazing. Uh, he, he, he got famous for uh, making a video called uh, The History of Japan, and then he made The History of the World Ever. But you should listen. It's starting to, to ring a bell. I, I, I remember seeing those, like, I don't know if I actually saw them, but I remember hearing about those, but, those things. But he ha he's a musician at heart, and he, he's also good at video editing. But oh my God. Bill Wirtz. Bill Wirtz. I'm going to check him out. Yeah, he is incredible. All like, right. it's all of his music is just all over the place, but you, you've never heard it's anything really like good, it before. Though. It's very, very good. It's very well composed. How do well I find composed. it? It's, he's on Spotify. Oh, I got Spotify. Yeah, you've you, heard you of it. You dig it. You dig it. For for sure. I'm down, dude. I'm going to listen to it, it in my car when I'm I on just my way told, I told my boss I'm, I'm going to be 15 minutes late to work. All right. So <laughs> you have a job? Yeah. You, you remember those? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Some Swedish word? No. <laughs> I got a, I got a good so, gig. I work I work from home and I work from eight. I work night shift, 8.30 to 6.30 in the morning, Monday through Thursday. That's, that's my schedule. Monday, Exactly. Monday through Thursday. But uh, after 12 o'clock, there's nothing and they still keep paying me. That sounds like a great job. How can I get this job? Uh, after hiring? after I quit and I become supervisor, you can I'll hire. <laughs> Hell you. yeah, dude! Woo. Um, <laughs> we'll fucking hang out, listen to Bill Wirtz and shit. Dude. Yeah, there you go. All right, so my my last unpopular opinion is uh, Nickelback is not any worse than any other cheesy rock band. Do from you want to strangle him now, or do you just want to wait until later and he doesn't realize um, that? Do you, no, listen, but listen, listen to what I rock bands that are better. I'd rather hear Poison than Nickelback. It's okay, but I'm saying that's not But hold, I'm saying from from the early two thousands though. I'm Creed's so, well, worse. Creed's worse than Nick. I don't know what's worse, Creed or Nickelback. Guys, this, this is right. Guys, right. look it. So what I'm saying is that they're not any. I'm, what I'm saying is that they're not, they're any, not any worse, worse than any other 2000s cheesy rock band. Saving Abel, Three Mary Three, uh, Three I, Mary I Seven, don't, I don't Seven like, Mary Three. Sorry, I don't like that argument. It's, not any worse. Yeah, but it all sucks though. That's why I'm but okay. But that's why I'm you saying can't get though. Worse than sucking. So no. you're trying to say <laughs> they but, but they don't a, they suck the same as everybody else. Great kisser, bro. Yeah. Okay. I'm old to say that loud. He's a good here's, kisser. Okay, here's what I'm saying though: is that Nickelback gets like the brunt of the shit. Right, it's like Nickelback. That fucking mullet he had, dude. But but <laughs> seriously, if he'd have changed his fucking haircut, they wouldn't have had half that problem. But yeah. what I'm saying is Everybody that musically, they weren't any worse than any of the other early 2000s rock bands. They just, for some reason, and it was probably any a marketing worse. ploy on their part. 
that they became the, like the worst band of all yeah, time. Yeah, because they were also the most that they were the most public. They had the most publicity and shit. You saw them all the time more than anybody. That's and they were they all sucked. But since Nickelback was the one everybody saw the most, they sucked the most because that's the one they saw the but most. But well, you, I'm just saying they do didn't. Do you have suck another band? Nickelback was way bigger than Seven Mary Three or any of those other bands. Yeah. Do you, do you have that's another? So since they were more popular <laughs> and they suck. That everybody knows that it's like that's. I what, see what you're saying. You know, okay. Do you have another band? I love Nickelback, so that really pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have another band to compare Nickelback to? Saving Abel, Seven Mary Three. What yeah. about Everlast? Everlast is from the '90s and is no, a completely different not. thing. That's early Everlast 2000s. is absolutely from the '90s. Get the No. You're talking about you're talking about House of Pain. Yeah. Yeah. Everlast is the MC from House of Pain. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Who's the, who's the band that that did Father of Mine? Then? Oh, that was the Everclear. 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 Sorry, I'll take Everclear over Nickelback any day. That's what I'm trying to say. Are you trying to say they're in the same vein? No, Everclear is better than Nickelback. Way better. God, okay. Like this turd smells better than this turd. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what I'm trying to say. It was an unpopular like, opinion like for reasons. Not, it's an unpopular. I like it's my unpopular turds, like, Not not too too runny, but not crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like right in well, the middle. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, if I'm gonna bite into it, I want the texture to be nice. <laughs> yeah. You want mouth texture yeah. to be sufficient. I so agree. When I throw up, you know, it mixes with the turd. I so, don't want. I don't want to have all chunks in my vomit. That's right. I want it to be complete. Nickelback. Yes. Okay. That's right. Well, about nickel front. <laughs> nickel, oh, that is not, oh, not what Nickelback means. But Nickelback is a Nickelback is when they go into the fucking cover two, fucking you know, get a pass Ooh. like defense and shit, and they have the, they fucking put the Nickelback in to fucking protect against the fucking. Hundred percent right. That is correct. That's right. He didn't know. That I have no idea. What Don't ever throw about. the backside Venus on a spider three wide banana. Ooh, that is very true. You're welcome. But all, uh, uh, Nickelback is for the lamest terms. Instead of three defensive ends, you bring in yes. another one. Okay. You bring Instead it, of doing it as a a, a, a safety, not a, safety. You, br- you bring a an, corner. You bring not, a, don't I'm you not, bring an extra quarter? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you okay, take yeah, a coin, yeah. take a corner, put them into there. Yeah, yeah. Not a big soccer guy, I will say. Okay. Ha 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 Wayne Gretzky was the one of the greatest oh. quarterbacks I've ever seen. Nah, not a big baseball fan. So if you can. Kind of dumb it down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Bill, what's your Jeez. last one? Uh, uh, that was my last one. That's what I'm trying to say. No, you had you had. The, I did. Uh, I wait. That that what you, you did your last one already? Yeah. All right. Well, That's why I said we skipped you again. Uh, you skipped me again. Yeah. No, I did all three of mine. So, what's your unpopular oh, yeah, opinion, Matt? Oh yeah, now it's Matt? your turn. Oh my God, what's my unpopular? You said opinion? several already by this point, but I'm 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 interested in your last Man, final one. Is, okay, um, my final unpopular opinion. Final round. Oh my God! Um, all my opinions are so popular, yeah. Because I'm, I'm so cool, it's hard to think. Oh man, what's my unpopular opinion? Um, oh man, uh, hang on, it's gonna come to me. <laughs> well, I hated Jamiroquai is a pretty good, pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a whack, like, like it's like. Stevie, like like Bob Wonder. It's like trying to be Stevie Wonder, but without any of the whatever. Have you like, checked out the changes in Virtual Insanity, though? There's some pretty hip changes. Yeah, I, there's some cool changes, but if I'm going to listen to cool changes, I'll listen to you know Stevie Wonder. I'll listen to you know Donny Hathaway. I'll listen to whatever. I'll listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, How do you I'll, feel about Snarky Puppy? Snarky Puppy? Okay, I'm going to get uh, in Here's trouble. Here's popular opinion. They're very right nice guys, yeah. I, and I, lo- the, I love uh, Ghost Note. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I think about Snarky Puppy? Ghost Note is awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
That's a pretty good one. There it is. Pretty good. <laughs> who's, who's in uh, Ghost Note that's out of Snarky Puppy? Sput. Not, not Corey Henry, though. No, Sput, uh, the drummer. I, I, know. I don't even know who's in Snarky Puppy because there's so many people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate them. They're tight. And Michael I love, but, is awesome. And, and I really love Ghost Note. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ghost Note. <laughs> Ghost Note's insane. Yes. Mono Neon is insane. He's incredible. He's the, the best. Baddest, I've dude. ever heard two drummers play at the yep. same time. It's just the most. He's the best, dude. I try to explain to people when people are like, hey, who should I listen to? I'm like, do you want to listen to like the best music of all time that's yeah. out right there? Yeah. It's Ghost Note. Yeah. There's great. nothing better than that. Michael League's pretty cool, too. My, great. And Snarky Michael, great. Michael League's great. Uh, they're great. But my own personal taste. I love Ghost Note. Right. I love I've Ghost never, Note I've never actually put a Snarky Puppy on album on. I've never, but uh, you know, uh, uh, I will like, I will, li- you know, you listen, listen to Bocanti at all. And Roosevelt's involved. They're, in that. they're great. I saw, I've seen them live. God, you know? so good. But you guys. are, they're excellent. They're very talented. They're all great. And I love Ghost Note. Yeah, you're, <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. you're aware of Corey Henry and that he's a, like reptilian. He's not from this planet. Have you heard his new album? Yeah, of course. Corey really Henry's great. Corey Henry is the yeah, best. Yeah, he's great. He loves he's Ghost great. Note, though. He loves right Ghost now. Note. That's he's what great. I'm, trying to, I'm just saying. He's Corey great. Henry's not in Ghost Note. He's great. No, he's great. You know, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old, and I mean, I'm all, I, you know, George Duke all day, Herbie Hancock, Joe Zawinul, yeah, Bill Weatherford. Evans. Uh, and um, the guy goes. <laughs> Way to bring you back home. You're, in, like you're into you're into knuckle play. Knuckle, dude. I told you knuckle play, bro. <laughs> that's what the back room. That's what happens in the back room at the D and D place. Yeah, knuckle yeah, yeah. play. <laughs> knuckle play. All right, guys. See you well, fucking there, bud. Uh, this has been another episode of Bottom of the Bill. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, oh, Matt, for driving up for Orlando. I hate to hate to say this, but we never cheers this whole time. Oh, we didn't cheers. fucking cheers. That's okay. He'll take the whole bottle. <laughs> oh, I, need, I need a little bit more in here though before you do that, so I can actually have a drink. I'm fine. I'm drinking wine. That works right there. Cheers. Right, cheers guys. Just Thank for the so picture, much. and smile at the camera. Word to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier for me for editing. Whew. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Adios. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Shows.